2: Wednesday, it is the 24th day of May. Good morning, Kathy.
3: Good morning in the news this morning. Target is removing certain items from its stores and making other changes to its LGBTQ merchandise nationwide ahead of Pride Month after an intense backlash from some customers, including violent confrontations with its workers. Since introducing this year's collection, we've experienced threats impacting our team members' sense of safety and well being while at work, Target said in a statement Tuesday. Given these volatile circumstances, we are making adjustments to our our plans, including removing items that have been at the center of the most significant confrontation beha- confrontational behavior. Uh, Target declined to say which items it was removing, but among the ones that have uh, garnered the most attention were the tuck-friendly women's swimsuits that allow trans women who have not had gender-affirming operations to conceal their private parts. Uh, designed by Prelin, a London-based company that designs and sells uh, occult and satanic-themed LGBTQ clothing and accessories has also created backlash. The Pride merchandise has been on sale since early May. Pride Month is held in June. Target confirmed that it has removed its Pride merchandise from the front of the stores to the back of the stores in some southern stores after confrontations and backlash from shoppers in those areas. Target's Pride Month collection has also been the subject of several misleading videos in recent weeks, with social media users falsely claiming the retailer is selling the tuck-friendly bathing suits designed for kids or in kid sizes. The move comes as beer brand Bud Light is still grappling from the back. Backlash from customers angered by its attempt to broaden its customer base by partnering with a transgender influencer.
2: So threats over clothing. Yeah. Essentially, yeah. It's ridiculous.
3: Well, And and threats to the workers in Target that have nothing to do with why the clothing are there. Come
2: on, man. Get a grip.
3: Bud Light's parent company said it will triple its marketing spending in the United States this summer as it tries to restore sales. Uh, It lost after the brand partnered with the transgender influencer. Target and other retailers, including Walmart and H&M, have been expanding their LGBTQ displays to celebrate Pride Month for roughly a decade. Uh, This year, transgender issues, including gender-affirming health care and participation in sports, have been a decisive topic in state legislatures. And that's why the backlash has turned hostile. Netflix on Tuesday outlined how it intends to crack down on the rampant sharing of account passwords in the United States, its largest bid to reel in more subscribers to its video streaming service as its growth slows. To combat password sharing, Netflix said it will limit United States viewership of its programming to people living in the same household. Uh, Those who subscribe to Netflix standard or premium plans, which cost $15.50 to $20 per month, will be able to allow another person living outside of their household to use their password for an additional $8 a month, a $2 discount from the company's basic plan. Without providing details how it authenticates subscriber identities or accounts, Netflix assured that everyone living in the same household uh, in the United States will be able to stream TV series and movies whenever they, uh, whenever they, wherever they are, at home, on the go, or on holiday. The company uh, based in Los Gatos, California has roughly 70 million U.S. account holders. The long-anticipated move telegraphed by Netflix a year ago seeks to end a practice that the company Allowed to go unchecked for years while its streaming service was attracting subscribers in droves. At that time, management had little incentive to risk riling customers by reining in password sharing. Uh, while Netflix looked the other way, an estimated 100 million people worldwide were getting passwords from family and friends to freeload on the uh, Netflix, you know, the popular TV series and movies. Uh, those passwords were funneled through Netflix 232.5 million worldwide paying subscribers who generated the bulk of the company's 32 billion dollars in revenue last year but after a year of lackluster subscribers uh, growth that included its largest customer losses in more than a decade Netflix is putting its foot down uh, in February it began blocking free freeloading viewers in Canada New Zealand Portugal and Spain following similar moves in Latin America although the new U.S. surcharge for viewers living outside subscribers household is less than Netflix basic streaming plan it comes at a time of high inflation uh, the The squeeze uh, combined with more competition from other streaming services is one of the main reasons Netflix has suffered a slowdown in growth. Taco Tuesday is a phrase that became nationally known for weekly specials at bars and restaurants, but one New Jersey eatery claims it coined the term and it has the trademark to prove it. We talked about this uh, last week. Owners of Gregory Restaurant in Summer's Point will tell visitors uh, that it's the birthplace of Taco Tuesday. Those catchy words first made an appearance over 40 years ago in the summer of 1979. The first night, he's uh, the owner, Gregory, says we sold 15 orders. Now we have served over 2 million tacos in these 40-some years. The long-standing restaurant trademarked the, uh, trademarked the term Taco Tuesday in 1982, way before it gained fame on Twitter and Instagram, or became a special at your favorite taco joint. Since then, Gregory's Restaurant is the only business in New Jersey that can legally use the term in advertising. Uh, the Taco John's chain has the trademark for all other 49 states, but now Taco Bell, a multi-billion dollar fast food giant, uh, is making a push to strip the trademark. They filed paperwork with the U.S. patent and Trademark Office to request Taco Tuesday, claiming no one should have exclusive rights to the common phrase. Uh, Gregory hired a a patent attorney to help protect the trademark, and he has the support of customers who crowded the small business Tuesday night for their $3 taco special. Uh, Dr. Bob Goldberg said that's big business for you, trying to crush a family-owned, several-generations-owned business. (laughs) Uh In sports this morning... Philly is lost again, falling to the Arizona. Oh my God, the Arizona. (laughs) Falling to the Arizona time and back 4-3 last night at the ballpark. Corbin Carroll uh, singled in the go-ahead run in the 8th inning for his 3rd hit to lead the D-backs to the win. Cody Clemens drove in 2 runs and Bryce Harper had 2 hits for the Phils, who lost 7 of their last 9 games. The series wraps up this afternoon. Rangers Suarez will get the start of 105. Jason Tatum had 33 points and 11 rebounds. Jalen Brown added 17 points and the Celtics avoid elimination in the NBA's Eastern Conference Finals as they beat the Miami Heat 116-99 in Game 4. The Celtics still trail the Series 3-1 but send it back to Boston for Game 5 tomorrow night. In the NHL, the Vegas Golden Knights shut out the Stars 4-0 in Dallas. They can finish off the sweep tomorrow night and advance to the Stanley Cup Finals in Game 4 in Dallas. The puck will drop at 8 o'clock. In the Eastern Conference, the Florida Panthers can also complete a sweep to advance to the Finals for the first time in 27 years if they beat the Carolina Hurts. Tonight, the puck drops at eight o'clock. And as part of the NHL's 2024 Stadium Series, the Flyers will play the New Jersey Devils at MetLife Stadium in February next season. MetLife Stadium, home to the Giants and Jets, can seat up to 82,500 people. <laughs> The series will consist of two Metro Division games. The Rangers and Islanders will also meet either the day before or after the Flyers and the Devils play. And that's what I have for you this morning. All right, thanks, Kath.
2: So we've got a midweek point day before us. We have some things that we want to share with you, including a chance to win some stuff, because we have a secret text word. It is your chance to win a pair of tickets to see comedian Andrew Schultz Saturday, July 29th at the Ocean Casino Resort, NAC, so text the word secret to 39333. It's up and running. We'll send a word back to you. We'll see if you can give us that word later on when we ask you to call And We'll also grab a random texter, and we'll give that away, too. We are going to go on Fox Good Day today, and we're also going to have a guest this morning. Nate Berkus will give us tips to create stylish, multifunctional, outdoor living spaces for summer. You were just talking about this. Yes. Yeah.
0: And who can we go to who's an expert? Nate Burkus. Nate Berkus. Yeah. That's yeah, the absolutely. one we go yeah. to.
2: So we'll talk to uh, Nate Burkus later on if you're starting to work on the outside portion. Oh, yeah. That's
0: so exciting, that news, Preston, that I'm going to forget the fact that I was going into my computer at the beginning of all this. And I put in a password. It had me reset my password. And I thought I remembered what the password you forget was. Forget and so, uh, for the i for the greater part of ten minutes, I've been trying to crack into my own computer. Mm. I got it though. Uh, oh,
3: I, did? I okay. did that with my phone one time. I had had a few drinks, and I reset my password before I went to bed. Didn't remember it. I had to wipe my phone. Oh, and I had to oh. wipe it! I had to uh, yeah. Wipe it clean to get into it. I'm.
0: I'm <laughs> I, I was. I was about to detonate, but I'm okay now. I'm good. So the Nate Berkus information
2: really brought me around. All right, very good. It's, uh, you know, disaster averted. Averted. Yeah. Uh, We have to make an announcement. we got to tell you about uh, a cool teacher. Yes. Been voted for. Uh, We had reached out to the students of Northeast High School in Northeast Philadelphia to vote and let us know who they think has made some kind of an impact in their lives in the past year. And... We have a winner for Coolest Teacher for Northeast High School. The votes came in. I'm going to do my best not to butcher this last name, but we would like to congratulate Mr. Matt Seslinski of Northeast High School. Mr. Seslinski, now he spells his name C-I-E-S. L-I-N-S-K-I. Lenski. does that look about right, Case? Sislinsky, yeah. Yeah, something along yeah. those lines. Uh, he's a PE teacher, physical education teacher, uh, an Army veteran, is his fourth year at Northeast High School as a physical education and health teacher. And apparently he helped to create and facilitate a new SLC, meaning Small Learning Community Group, at Northeast High, uh, and he's the strength and conditioning teacher and the boys' volleyball coach. So like most of these teachers... A lot of coaches. ...wear several hats and do several jobs at the, uh, uh, at the school. So congratulations, Matt. We're very happy for you. And that means you get the coolest teacher of the year coffee mug and, of course, a $50 gift card... From five below, who are sponsoring this year's coolest teacher of the year? Uh, if you know Mr. Szalinski, let him know. I'd like to talk to him, just uh, congratulate him in person, so to speak, and let him know that uh, that everybody digs what he does. Which yeah, it's got to be cool. Hey, so we're going to do something, and I don't know why we haven't done this before. Yeah, seriously. Uh, but uh, our next uh, coolest teacher, uh, the or school that's going to nominate its coolest teacher is going to be chosen by Marissa McMillan. Yeah, she never gets to do it. She, so, puts the, she puts the whole thing together. We're going to have Marissa come in here. Yeah, she is the one who is behind the scenes making sure that all this stuff. Marissa's cool because she can actually get into the
0: jar and, and kind of slosh it around. And all the, the way yeah. in
4: there. The funny thing about this is it's just putting your, your hand into a jar and taking it. But I don't know why it feels like a It's because you've been
0: asked to make a selection. Yeah.
4: That choice you make yes. could
0: quite literally turn someone's life around. Yes.
2: All or, right, or just get them yeah. something. Well,
5: if you remember, Preston, I did bring two jars last year, and the first one was a little too small.
2: Okay, <laughs> ah, very good. So all this right. one's perfect. Kill yeah.
5: some time while I reach at the bottom, pull right. one out. Who's it and gonna it be? Is... Oh, Villa Maria Academy in Malvern, Pennsylvania.
2: Yeah. Villa Maria in Malvern. Is that all women? We've had two men's schools and now a women's school. All right. Well, let's have you vote now. Villa Maria, you guys get to vote for whomever you think deserves the title of coolest teacher of the year. And it's very simple to do. You just text the word teacher to 39333 and we'll send you the voting link. So we give you 24 hours to do that. Let the uh, the staff know, let the front office know, and hopefully they'll pass the word that Villa Maria Academy High School is voting for the coolest teacher of the year. If we could do it, we would do every single school every single year, okay. but we yep. just don't have the time to make it happen. We're only human. So we're doing this by uh, randomly choosing schools, and uh, you'll have until about, you know, five thirty six o'clock tomorrow morning, and when we'll uh, tally the votes, so make sure you do that. Just text the word teacher to 39333, and we will be good to go. Let's take a break and come back and get into the entertainment report. We will do it right after the messages. Stay with us.
6: Hey, want to hang out with your favorite MMR DJs? Check out the events and appearances page at WMMR.com. Come say hello. Plus, you might even win some cool prizes we snuck out of the building. WMMR.com's got all the where, whens, and what they're giving away.
1: Get social with Preston and Steve. Find us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and TikTok. And coming soon to OnlyFans.
7: I'm kidding! Football's back. And this Eagle season, there are huge prizes to be won at Acme. Enter Acme Swoopin' and Win Sweepstakes, and you could win up to $10,000 cash or 2024 Eagle season tickets. And all you have to do is shop the participating items throughout the store and enter your codes from your receipt at acmeswoopingandwingame.com. Acme makes sure Eagles fans have all their game day needs to tailgate or host like a pro. Stop in and discover why football is better at Acme, the official supermarket of the Philadelphia Eagles free
2: diamonds. Steven Singer is giving away free diamonds. You don't want to miss this. Everyone who purchases an engagement ring will receive a free one carat lab grown diamond. You must be thinking Steven only sells real natural earth diamonds. Well, you're right. But Steven will never sell a lab grown diamond, but he will give them away. Nothing says I love you less than a lab grown diamond. Don't be fooled. by real natural earth diamonds from a real jeweler that you can trust. Stephen Singer Jewelers online at IHateStevensinger.com or in a showroom at the other Corner of eighth and Walnut in Philly while supplies last. That's ihate Stevensinger.com.
1: Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast.
2: So, stupid question. We're going to give his uh, prize away a pair of tickets to see comedians Andrew Santino and <coughs> Bobby Lee, the Bad Friends podcast, Saturday, June 17th at the Met. And the question that I have for you is this What are the warm winds? That blow off the Rocky Mountains cold. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> hmm. oh, you can hear here. Yeah, yeah, wow. I've never heard of this. Neither have I. WMMR, the warm winds that blow off of the Rocky Mountains. What are they called? And we'll go through some birthdays while we wait. I got a bunch of them today. By the way, it is the 24th. Day of May. We'll start with a big biggie. Bob Dylan celebrates his 82nd birthday today. We were just talking about a uh, movie about him called A Complete Unknown that's yeah. going to be coming out. Timothy Chalamet playing him. Basically, it's the unofficial third Avatar movie. That's yeah, what yeah, it yeah. is. Uh, yeah, a lot hey, of people know. Yeah, so, uh, he's, he's a legend. What can you say? <laughs> get him or not. You're
0: the most you're, the, When you're talking about not knowing what you're going to get. As far as a crapshoot concert, that's Bob Dylan. Mm-hmm. I've been to ones that have been very good and others
8: where I wanted to die. I know wow. you guys go back and forth on them. I really like them a lot, but I had a great experience. I, um, I, I drove my dad down in Virginia um, last year, and it's like a five-hour drive. And I let him pick the music, and he picked a ton of Dylan. Yeah, and it was just a really cool experience hearing Dylan through my dad's prism. And he's a big fan. Yeah, he's a huge fan, and yeah. so to hear him hear what these little song, what these songs mean to him uh, over the years, that meant a lot to me. I
0: right. love, I love, like there are a number of albums, Blood on the Tracks, Infidels. Yeah, yeah. I, I love those those albums. He's great. It's just. Life can be a little
4: precarious. Yeah, I hate him so much, life. Um, <laughs> I saw him one time, and, I mean, he did. He, he actually opened up with Rainy Day Woman, and that, I was like, okay, here we go. And then We're doing it. he did nothing else. The only other song that he did that I knew was Tangled Up in Blue, and he changed everything about
2: it. It's I one was of the like, rare times you'll see some, the yeah. actual
0: artist on stage turn around and go, what song is this? What are we yeah. playing?
2: Yeah. <laughs> He's 82 today. Uh, Gary Berghoff, who played Walter Radar O'Reilly in MASH, uh, is a big birthday for him. He's 80 years old today. Do
0: you know, I think he, and this is probably a bunch of crap, but I believe
2: he still has that bear he had throughout MASH. I wouldn't, I wouldn't doubt it. Yeah, Radar's teddy bear. I wouldn't doubt it. Why Why would he, you know, he, right? had, he used that prop for years on that show. Why not hang on to it? Uh, so an 80th birthday for him today. Uh, Tommy Chong has a birthday as well. Second half of uh, Cheech and Chong.
4: I just, uh, Marissa just sent me a picture of Tommy Chong holding my daughter, Casey. I think Casey might have been three or four years old. Wow. It was, Send
0: me $1,000. Yeah,
4: yeah. No, it was weird because uh, I had to bring... It was a, a like a game day decision. I remember it because like, my wife was not feeling well. Avery was a little baby. And I was like, okay, what do I do here? What do I do? What do I do? And... I took Casey and Sheamus in to work with me, so they were oh, still in right. their pajamas. Yeah. And I guess that's when we
2: had Tommy Chong in studio. That's so cool. Uh-huh. Uh, Tommy turns, wow, he's 85 years old today. Remember? Man, oh man. I wonder if he reflects upon the time
0: that he actually went to jail for selling huh. pot related apparatus yeah, ar- and
2: paraphernalia.
0: I mean, look at where we are
2: now. Yeah, yeah, right. exactly. <laughs> Uh also look at where we are now. Uh Nell Campbell played Columbia in the Rocky Horror Picture Show. Ah. And uh she's 70 years old.
5: I <laughs> love Kong Kong. She's
2: that now? That's her running lines. Uh no, she was in Rocky Horror Picture Show. Uh Columbia is a great character and she's got the really really super short hair. Yes. Uh in uh... I don't in know the movie in the Time Warp she's like um it's all you know really I, I
4: don't know the movie at all
2: have you ever seen it
4: uh i, I can't say that i've I've seen pieces of it but its mean, it is it doesn't it's to me weird at all for, like, i enjoy yeah. it
0: I, Yeah, I think it's it's, campy. It's, yeah. it's
2: over the top the the music's great it's yeah. uh you know and it's all about uh transsexual and and it's very very sexy and and uh, gender roles and stuff like that. It's is really it Barry
4: Bostwick that's yep. in it, and, and Susan Sarandon.
2: Yeah, Susan Sarandon yeah, yeah. was. She looks stunning in it. So, uh, Columbia. Nell Campbell turns uh, 70 years old today. Uh, it's also Patty LaBelle's birthday hmm. today. And the Philly native turns 79 years old. Whenever I hear of people who've encountered her because she is local, well, they say how phenomenally nice she is. Yeah. Met her a couple times and br- very briefly, yeah. and she was very sweet. So uh, great singer, amazing singer. 79 years and old today. Quite,
0: quite a um, chef. She, she has yeah. a uh, line of. Baked,
2: like, pies, meat pies, oh. right? And something like that. Something like that, meat pie. Uh, Priscilla Presley. That's right, man. Elvis' is ex. She That's right, man. 78 today. She's one to introduce me to the skull sealer, man. Ah, you and Chris are gone, got together. <sighs> Uh, so yeah, she was in the the last Dallas, right? Yeah. And um, Naked Gun, she's great in that. She's terrific. Yeah. Uh, and
0: uh, I love the actress who plays her in the Elvis movie, which we have yet to see. But I, mm-hmm. I, she's um, miss it. Listen, she's stuck in there with, um, you know, supporting Elvis and the legend, and, and curating the stuff after his death. She's she's been. Uh, and we not going to play the one clip? Was that nice beaver?
4: Well, oh, because she uh, doesn't
0: say it. Nice beaver. But he's talking it's to her. It's about her. Yeah. yeah. Or yeah. the beaver she's holding. Yeah, yep.
4: <laughs> uh, I thought when uh, I was first introduced to her that she was as close to perfection as, as you could get. She's terrific, yeah. yeah. Beautiful
0: woman. Man, she's
2: 14 years old. What are you doing in that? <laughs> dear, dear God. Uh, Jim Broadbent, uh, actor. Uh, Nick, you will know him as a Slughorn. From the Harry Potter movies. Oh yeah, horse. Yes, and he's also in Gangs of New York, and he's uh, in the Bridget Jones movies as well. Actually, tons of stuff. Yeah. Chronicles of Narnia, The Crying Game, Crying Game, just a whole bunch of things. Uh, he turns seventy-four years old today. Uh, Alfred Molina, love him. A big birthday for him as he turns seventy. And, uh, one of the great villains, uh, is, uh, Doc Ock. And, uh, Spider-Man actually made it into the MCU because the, uh, the last Spider-Man movie. And he, of
0: all the villains, he's the one who, uh, I just think, well, they all do. They all sort of get their redemption in the last film, but the, um, His story, I thought, was very touching, you know, because
2: he was really paternal Mm -hmm. uh, and uh, he became a lunatic. He's 70 today. Uh, The great John C. Riley. Hey! He's uh, a year older today, turns 58, stepbrothers, boogie nights, gangs in New York, uh, the aviator. Steve Brule, Dr. Steve Brule. Yes, yes, that's right. I love that show. He's one of the best. Uh, Roseanne Cash, uh, country singer, daughter of Johnny Cash, turns uh, 68 today. She's got a great voice.
0: I used to... Be heavily into her. Uh, she was starting to break a little bit over into, um, she played occasionally on more progressive rock stations. Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, but, yeah, I love her stuff. Uh, so happy 68 to her. Uh, then we have Will Sasso, who uh, was from Mad TV, but also Three Stooges. He played Curly yeah. perfectly.
0: <laughs> He's phenomenal. Have you ever seen his Jesse Ventura impression? No. Oh, it is
2: hilarious. Yeah. It's spot on. Uh, just just Brilliant. So happy 48th to him. And then the last birthday I have on the list is someone we know. Who? It's Mr. Peanut's birthday. Peanut butter jelly time. Peanut butter
9: jelly time. Peanut butter
2: jelly time. Mike Javorkov. Who and I think it's you pronounce it J or is it Yavorka? I've never really asked him. I just say Uh So anyhow, uh, Mike is a regular at the Cardboard Classic and had a massive viral and potential deadly moment when he got run over by his own sled. The sled probably weighed I don't know three four hundred pounds, maybe more than more, that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, way more than that. And uh, he he I actually spoke to him yesterday. And uh, he's still busting my balls about the fact that I said that he should do an Oscar Mayer Wienermobile sometime <laughs> when I actually rode down in the Oscar Mayer Wienermobile you're, you're that never he himself had made for Cardboard Classic the, I think the year before or two years ago. And before. he's like, a, he's a very good um, he's a contractor. contractor. You both used him, yes? Oh, yeah. He's, yeah, uh, oh, yes. yeah he's, he's done some work and is doing more work uh, with Excellent. Our family. So happy birthday, Peanut. <laughs> Hope you have a great day. Let's see if we can get it. An Answer to the super question this morning. Uh, what are the warm winds that blow off of the Rocky Mountains called? Two one five two six three WMMR. We're going to go to Joyce and see if we can get Good the answer. Good morning. Hi, Joyce. Hi. All right, Joyce, what are those winds that uh, blow off of the Rocky Mountains called, please? Chinook
10: winds? Chinook win. Win. I didn't know that.
2: Hang on, Joyce. We got you. We're going to set you up with uh, tickets to see Andrew Santino and Bobby Lee. And it's Saturday, June 17th. The Met Philadelphia. Tickets are on sale now via Ticketmaster. Complete details at WMMR.com. Casey, should we go to this call now? Yeah. Since they're on the line. I know we're doing the entertainment report. But we have our coolest teacher on the line ready to talk. So it was uh, Northeast High School that got to vote. And they said that Matt Sizlinski should be the coolest teacher. And Matt is on the line. Hey! Hey, Mr. Sizlinski. Good morning, guys. Dad, hey, Gadzooks Duke. to you. Did I butcher your name or did I get it right? No, I actually got it pretty close. But how, say it again.
11: I said a lot of people mispronounce the S. It's Solinski, silent S. Solinski. Ah. All right,
2: Solinski. Got it. So in the ballpark. All right, well, listen. They voted for you, and you are now the coolest teacher at Northeast High School. And it says here uh, on my little info sheet that we found out about you, you're a physical education teacher. You teach health. How many years have you been there now? Uh, Seven years now. Seven years. And how many total as a teacher?
11: All
0: seven. All seven? All right. So, And then in that short time, relatively short time, you've totally eclipsed every other employee of the school.
11: Yeah, yeah, it's it's uh, pretty surreal. Uh, there's a lot of great <laughs> teachers there, and you know, there's a lot of competition up there. But um, yeah. you know, it's 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 an honor to be honest. I'm well, kind
0: of that's special. awesome. You've made an impact. You made an impact, and that's got to count. So that's uh, and, and good on you. for hey, making Matt, people that inspired.
2: Matt, are you uh, you local? Did you grow up in the area?
11: I did. I actually grew up in Levittown, Pennsbury grad. So, Kathy, five points. The Bucks code. Yes.
8: <laughs> Thank you. Wait a wow. minute. They can give out points now. Well, you know yeah, what? yeah, yeah. They yeah. can actually. Yeah, we should. Do that. The one coolest teacher. Is one of the privileges, right?
2: Yeah. So, what are uh, what what all do you do outside of the uh, of just uh, the physical education side, the the teaching side of things? What else are you involved in at the school?
11: And yeah. So we um we started a, a whole bunch of club sponsorship programs. So I also run the uh, strength training club at Northeast. Uh, I coach both a bowling team, and I coach the boys' JV uh, varsity volleyball team.
8: You guys have a bowling team?
11: We do. We do. Wow. It's, a club sport. it's a club sport, but we're actually pretty
2: good. All right. It's club sport. Okay. okay. Yeah. Nice. And listen, you're the strength and conditioning teacher. How how big are these teenage uh, exercise guru? you know, these kids that are into exercise now?
11: Uh, they, they, they like it's, it's so crazy to see the progression from their ninth grade year all the way up to their junior or senior year. They get pretty big. Uh, a lot of them, especially our football players, get big enough to the point where they're they're getting D one offers, and then <laughs> some of them are going to about to enter the draft, going to Texas A and M and Nebraska and Wow, and all these D one schools, and it's it's really exciting to be able to help them and see them guide and guide them through all that.
0: It's a whole them whole them. new breed. I remember nice. the, the universal
2: in my high school was never touched.
0: Yeah. You know, yeah. you just, yeah. forget about that. Yeah,
2: and uh, it says here you're a uh, an Army veteran. How many years in the military? I did four years in the military. Nice. Well, uh, thanks for doing that, of course, and thanks for everything that you do as a teacher. And as a uh, as a thank you, as a recognition of what great work you're doing, Matt, the, uh, the kids are going to give you the coolest teacher of your coffee mug, the President Steve coffee mug, and also we're going to give you a $50 gift card from our friends at Five Below. So congratulations, brother. I appreciate it. Thank you, guys. Alright, Matt well Salinsky! Hey.
11: Northeast nice High guy. School.
2: Coolest teacher right there. And the next one we'll find out tomorrow morning and that's Villa Maria Academy in Malvern. Is the anomaly going to be if
0: we get someone who's not a coach of some sort? Probably. seems to be the one we're on right now. Everybody
2: seems yeah. to coach something. Uh, so, that's great, man. We're happy to hear about it. So, thank you. Alright, um, I have a few stories to run by you. Uh, we're going to go with uh, this one. Mike Tyson revealed on a podcast recently that jamie fox suffered a stroke yeah. last month we we, got, we had heard he was at an institute that dealt with the treatment of uh, for stroke victims correct but i'm not sure what mike knows about it though so that. they had said that uh you know his family uh, uh jamie's family had said there was a medical complication they didn't disclose what exactly it was uh but tyson said he's not feeling well they said a stroke However, the former boxer added that he didn't know the whole story. He essentially said, and I, and I quote, I have no idea what happened to him. Okay. So take that with a grain of salt. Um, no Keith, He had heard it was a stroke. <laughs> And uh, yeah, they uh, apparently this uh, trauma center that he was sent to specializes in recovery following conditions such as stroke, spinal trauma, and traumatic brain injury. I think we would have known about traumatic brain injury or spinal trauma, so maybe a stroke is a more likely thing.
0: The first second we are actually, um, you know, where he's seen talking or any video or photographs of him will allay a lot of this, and the fact that they're sitting on this right now,
3: yeah,
2: makes me think it's a Some,
0: little bit more serious. Wrong, yeah. yeah.
2: Uh, Speaking of strokes, Tom Arnold spoke with Entertainment Tonight at the FUBAR premiere on Monday about how suffering a mini-stroke last year changed his life. He said, oh, it changed big. I got kids. My kids, Jack and Quinn, are here. They're 10 and 7. I realized I better get in shape, and I better do it. You know, Arnold's, he was talking about Arnold Schwarzenegger. He said he's had some, and he's a survivor, too. Um, you, had a stroke. He said he had many strokes. Okay. So my mom has had several of those. Right. And it doesn't necessarily Debilitate. have the full effects of a of a stroke, but they can see that there has been um, history of something that's happened in there, you know, essentially bleed and brain um, bleeding in the brain. Um Frankie Muniz has had many strokes and yeah. he's fine but it, it it
0: can you know it's not something you want to have
2: so tom arnold lost 75 pounds following the stroke and he's also shared at the time that he suffered massive organ failure two years beforehand yeah. he said i think as you get older you gotta you uh, you've gotten through some stuff and it was a great wake-up call for me i said every day you wake up and to also think that this is not unlimited like, I'm 64, my kids are very young, so each day you gotta try and make your best day with those kids. It's money in the bank, the memories, the stuff we do together, and I'm very lucky. I'm lucky to be a father. I'm lucky to be alive. Carpe banana. Carpe banana.
8: He posted a photo the other day. He looks great. You know, yeah. he looks like
2: he's in pretty decent shape and,
8: uh, you know, more power to him. Cause there, know, was, there were parts of, the, um, of his life where he did not look very good. You know,
2: there are talks for a True Lies sequel. Yeah. 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 And that could work. It could work. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, Kim Kardashian is opening up about how she views relationships following her divorce from Kanye West. I don't care. On Monday's episode of the On Purpose with Jay Shetty podcast, uh, she said that she doesn't consider their marriage to be a failure. Uh, she said, really? something I learned is that you cannot help people that don't want the help. Um, she said, you can't force your beliefs and project that on someone that thinks something totally different. Actually- Shut yeah. the f- yeah. She's kind of right there. She's kind of right, but I don't want to give it to her. I know. The, but uh, the overall thing she has says here, I kind of agree with. So she didn't name him directly, but she said, it's okay to, okay to have those different views. It's why the world goes round. But if you don't align in the same values and morals and things at your core, then it's okay to realize that this life is so short and you should go and find the people that do align with what you really believe in.
0: well. As a partner, yes,
2: Uh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, She added that it it does help. She doesn't consider the relationship a failure just because it doesn't work out in the end. Uh, She said, "Sometimes I feel like people think that if a relationship doesn't work out, that it's a failure, but I don't really look at it like that. Fifteen years together, ten years—that's not a failure. That's so beautiful," she said. (laughs) Goddamn! What you don't want
0: to do is surround. Just surround yourself in your entire life with people that align with you so you can hear differing points of view. But in a marriage, I think you got to see a lot the same way, not everything, because my wife, she likes to sleep with no fan on and a 1,000 <laughs> degrees. Right, yeah. exactly. I
2: prefer sleeping the way a human would sleep. It's not everything. Not everything. I love her dearly. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Uh, Jeff Bridges uh, gave fans a health update in a recent interview with AARP. After the Big Lebowski star was diagnosed with cancer and suffered from uh, COVID in 2021, he said that he was uh, filming the old man show. And he said doing those fight scenes for the first episode, not knowing that he had a nine by 12 inch tumor in his body. After undergoing chemotherapy, he caught COVID and he said, I had no immune system to fight it. He said chemo had wiped that out, which made it really, really tough. He said, for me, cancer was nothing compared to the COVID. In that while uh, The crazy heart actor added that he spent five months in the hospital, received plasma from patients who had recovered from COVID, and now he's doing better. And he says that his tumor has shrunk to the size of a marble. So That's excellent. He's very happy about Nine
4: it. by 12 inches,
2: man? Yeah, it's that's huge. That is gigantic. Is that like basketball size? No.
4: Well, I mean, twelve, 12 inches.
2: inches. You're talking about a foot, yeah. so you know. Well, you know what? Maybe. So I mean, it's like a
4: sheet of paper. You know, maybe like a bowling man. ball. Yeah. All right. Um, you liked that showcase, right? The old man. Yeah, I did. Uh, it, it wrapped up weird. Okay. Uh, I, I was like, oh, there's still another episode left, and there was not another
0: episode left. You sure you didn't do it, Kathy? You didn't just watch the last episode? <laughs> no, <laughs> no,
4: no, no. I took the whole journey, but right. uh, but the way it wrapped up, I was like, okay, I don't. Maybe there's going to be another season.
2: Mm. Okay. Uh, We're going to circle back to Arnold Schwarzenegger for a moment. Uh, He told Entertainment Tonight at the (laughs) FUBAR premiere on Monday that he became addicted to working out every day due to his father's insistence that he work out first thing in the morning. (laughs) He said, you know, I don't consider myself disciplined because something that I've done since I was a little kid was working out in the morning. (laughs) He said, I remember when my father said, you cannot have breakfast first, you have to earn it. You have to do 200 sit-ups and (coughs) push-ups. So that's how I grew up.
0: Um, When I go away on vacation, I I work out first thing in the morning so I can earn my cereal
2: from Arnold Schwarzenegger's father. It's part of the deal. Uh, He said, so now this is what I do. Uh, I am now addicted to working out every day. Uh, If I am going to work out on a particular day, I do try to do it as early as possible. Well, yeah, we, we don't have that luxury during the week. Mm. Nope. <laughs> case didn't you try that once? Uh, I tried Working it it out time. before work? Yeah, I tried it. <laughs> oh, yeah, like, when I was uh, training for uh, my, I think it was my brown belt test. I'm like, okay, I'm gonna get it before work. I'm gonna work out before work, and I'm gonna work out after work. I did it like two times. I'm like, this is There's impossible. No, yeah. I
0: remember, uh, no way. I was on a vacation. and I was in a gym at two thirty in the morning, yeah. uh, and and. Listen, you can get yourself up for, it, but it, to me it's not the optimum time.
8: No, 2:30? No, no. Do you guys still consider Schwarzenegger sort of like um I don't know uh, a, d- a demigod because <laughs> there's something about that guy that like he was my favorite action hero growing up far more than Stallone. I loved every movie that that Schwarzenegger was in. And I know he had like he didn't have as many box office hits in the late 90s and early 2000s or whatever, but there's something about that guy that seems much larger than life to me. And the fact that his friends with Burt Kreischer blows my mind. Do you know what
0: I like? I like that he's become less so. I think he's become more of a... Um, you know, him with his, his donkey
8: or whatever he has sure, in all sure. house.
0: And all those, all those little uh, idiosyncrasies, I think, make him... Yeah, But yeah, think of where he populated in, in that pop culture realm, Nick, and where he... He, he was this dumb, perceived dumb bodybuilder who was actually very smart... Came into the country with, with uh, Franco Columbo, Joe Weeder, yeah. brought them in. He was actually wealthy by the time he started to try to get into movies. He had a very successful bricklaying business. We're, so, yeah,
8: it's crazy. We're, just, we're in a day and age where we don't have as many movie stars anymore, like, you know, no. guys that can carry franchises, individuals. and, uh, and Preston's the,
0: the last one. I know, Preston,
8: yeah. I mean, he's the last of a dying breed. But Schwarzenegger, to me, is just one of these guys
2: Is I don't know, there's something larger than life to me. Yeah, No, still. I agree. Yep, yep. I, he's, he's still in that realm, <laughs> I think. Yep, and he agrees. <laughs> uh, according to talking about uh, demigods, uh, Ariana Maddox from uh, Vanderpump Rules. Oh my yeah. God! Right. She honestly, uh, <laughs> step aside, Meryl Streep. Yeah, <laughs> she didn't really move out of the house that she shares with her ex-boyfriend Tom. Are you are kidding? Yeah. I've never watched this.
4: Real, real quick, I just need to ask. Uh, uh, I, I have to poll yeah. everybody in this room. How many minutes of Vanderpump Rules have you ever watched in your entire life? Zero.
2: Okay. I don't even know. I, I, I mention these people's uh, names all the time. I don't even know who they are. Zero. Can we, the, can, uh, can we so, stop?
4: Can we stop talking about? Well, these people? They're, it's very popular. I, I know, but like, I don't watch the Kardashians no. either. But you but, got to. But we have all watched bits
2: and pieces of Kardashians. He we, is we, the we, entertainment I, 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 Well, that's why I asked. Dude, I took this a poll. story, took a poll. This, this story is national news surfacing, and I avoided it for a little while. Okay, okay, but it was so it was happening so often. My responsibility as a journalist,
3: right. <laughs> has True,
2: has dictated journalist. that I report True. on okay, these stories. Okay, well, fine. You know what, it's like oh.
0: So Why nice. didn't you report Pearl Harbor? I was yeah. waiting for something bigger to break.
4: I, I don't. I don't ever like take a stand about anything. But anytime you talk about Vanderpump, like, I'm leaving the studio. Stevie huh? Casey is leaving the
3: studio. See, I can't believe he, wow. there's a lot of things we talk about that I don't like at all. Like mm-hmm. I am surprised that this is what he did.
0: We learn nothing, Kathy, from Kim Kardashian who says you can't surround yourself with people.
4: Who you just, could put up a picture of twenty people, and the Vanderpumps could be. You wouldn't wow. be able to pick up any anyone one of at least the Kardashians. We all, like, know but, like, who they are, this? And why, you know what I mean? I'm like, Why do you even waste our Have you ever time? heard of SkandaVal? I'm out.
2: I'm out. going to stand. talking
3: about these clowns.
2: All right, we'll wave you back in when we're done. Wow. But this like, 25 listen, years, he's never done that. I know.
3: But I just think it's weird that it's this.
2: I know. There's so yeah. many things we Him, talk about that... Kyle, with the v- the vending machine thing, things are getting to Casey lately. I don't just know what like, it is. We're broken. I, we must be.
8: I, I do I, I kind of admire that he took a stand on this. I just okay. find that it was odd. Right, well, this let let was he through I, the lines. So in the sand. odd. Let me. Let Not me just, human trafficking, <laughs>
7: right?
2: <laughs> let me, those out. stories are fine. Uh, so she says that uh, she didn't really move out of the house that she shares with her ex boyfriend Tom Sandoval. I. I all right. And uh, she, while the Vanderpump Rules star was photographed loading boxes into a U-Haul and shared on her Instagram stories that she was ready to dip out, as we talked about yesterday. She's a dip-ass. Maddox later shared that it was a stunt. She said, I'm moving up, not out. Well, not yet at least, she said in the video, explaining that she staged the move for a brand partnership and she said, it's time to get my financial house in order. I will have more to share with you very, very soon. The, okay. f- uh, the time I've seen, the, I became familiar with Lisa Lisa
0: Vanderpump from uh, the show Pooch Perfect. <laughs> she was one of the judges. Pooch and Perfect. then I became aware of the Vanderpump Rules reality show.
8: Okay. Somebody wanted to know if we could... Uh, trade Vanderpump rules for the connoisseur. <laughs> the
0: uh, everyone hates, now we all agree, everyone hates the connoisseur. But, yeah. had they asked them if they've tried out Connoisseur Plus, which now features a game show element. It
2: does. Right. It does. Right, In I'll fact, I've got some good. We took that rancid turd. We'll probably have to do that tomorrow since right. we're going to be at Keenan's on Friday, but yeah. I have some new, uh, uh, movie clips I think you guys will oh. enjoy. The winning's just beginning. Yeah. All right, so a couple other quick things. Uh, Kevin Hart took to Instagram recently to share his love for his daughter, Heaven, as she prepared to go to her prom. He said, I have no words, just pure joy. Um, And the father duo were posing ahead of the the big event. He said, my little girl looked unbelievable yesterday. Where does the time go? It's a beautiful picture because he's sitting on her shoulders and uh, she's in her gown. Casey's back. Oh. Hey. Did you manage to find a sandwich while you're out?
4: <laughs> yeah, Burt Kreischer dropped <laughs> off some uh some bagel
0: sandwiches.
2: And-
4: <laughs> what did you go foraging? <laughs> um
0: look his daughter looks like um who does she? she looks
2: very familiar. Gabriel Union a little bit? Gabriel Union. Yeah. You know, maybe She's just, just a little bit. It's kind yeah. of a it's not a close up shot, but uh but uh, or Gabriel Bring it on. Yeah. I was said, thinking yeah.
4: maybe she looks a lot like uh, Lisa Vanderpump because I have no idea what that chick looks like. <laughs>
2: <laughs> okay. Have a bite of your sandwich. Yeah. Uh, Natalie Portman's last appearance in a Star Wars film was in 2005, but The Closer actress uh, shared in a recent GQ series, video series, that she'd be open to starring in another She's one. She's dead! Uh, when a fan asked Portman... That's right, she died in birth. Yeah. Uh, when a Uba. fan uh, Did we
0: not hear Uba?
2: When a fan asked Portman if she would reprise a role as Padme in the future, she replied, I have no information on this. No one's ever asked me to return, but I'm open to it.
0: She's currently working on the Lisa Vanderpump story.
2: <laughs> we can only hope.
0: Uh, I think a lot of people have gotten a, um, a better appreciation for that second trilogy. I did not like Phantom Menace, but
2: the other two films I thought had some really solid moments. I haven't watched them in so yeah. long, I couldn't tell you. All right, and then one final story. Uh, Julia Fox told Peyton Six at the Cannes Film Festival that she and her friend uh, Sarah Apple co-wrote a script for a movie called Lipstick Palm. What? Uh the uncut, gems uncut star, jams star which by the way I finally saw when you say that. Yeah. I thought it maybe it was from the movie. No, it's, it's not it was from an interview that she yeah. did. Yeah, uncut jams. And uh she's got a really weird way that she talks like about. Have you seen Uncut Jam though? No. It's very good in it. I heard it's yeah. intense. It is very intense. Uh so she described the uh, the plot as Weekend at Bernie's meets Spring Breakers. Uh, She said it's about these two girls. They're in L.A. They are classic. Uh, One is an aspiring actress. The other is a nepotism baby, she said. But her dad had like seven kids, so the pool has been diluted. Uh, They're drug addicts, so they are in recovery, but they are always in and out. There is a dead body involved somewhere. I don't give a (laughs) So we'll see if uh, that has magic Spring Breakers meets Burnt Weekend at Bernie. That's kind of the movie we've all been waiting for. All right, we're ready for Eclipse now. Halle Bailey has inspired a new generation of young women as she takes on the role of Ariel in The Little Mermaid. And here she talks about her own role models.
6: I had amazing role models before me, like Brandy as Cinderella and Anika Rose as Princess Tiana. So to kind of join them as one of the Disney princesses is an immense blessing for me, and the reactions are what keep me going.
2: I don't give a f- Um, she's gorgeous. Yeah, she is. Uh, the Little Mermaid hits theaters on Friday. Here's our next clip. Actor Jimmy Tatro is taking on the role of young Bert Kreischer in the upcoming film The Machine. Yeah. And in this clip, he explains the definition of a kickback. Here we go.
8: Okay, so a kickback is. Uh... A kickback's more of a casual, you know, like, the amount of people we have here right now, it could be a
2: kickback, but with an intention of drinking.
9: Yeah!
2: I don't know what that means, but... Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, the well, machine is in theaters <laughs> on a Friday. Is kickback a, uh, a phrase that's being thrown around in the movie? Kickback or- to
0: me is a financial gain yeah. that you get back, you know, yeah. from something
2: you're involved in, not unless he's actually talking about a physical kickback. right. Yeah, I don't know. All right, well, anyhow, the machine opens uh, on Friday, which is awesome. Uh, And I think I'd like to, I have an idea of doing a a quick little um, tribute for the machine and Bert at Kenan's on Friday. Uh, so I'll, I'll tell you guys. Yeah, I think it's going to be a lot of fun. So, uh, and we're looking forward to that and we're excited for our buddy Bert and his movie opening up. All right. Um, in preparation for, uh, our holiday weekend, how about we set you up with a case of beer right now? I can give away for caller number 20, a case of Victory Motel Paloma. Paloma. And you got to try Victory Brewing's Motel Paloma's The Beer of the Summer. Grapefruit, blood orange, tangy lime, super crushable and out now. Ah. Victory's Motel Paloma. That should be like their, their ah. phrase. Ah. Uh, so, caller 20 at 215 263 WMMR. You are good to go. We're going to take a break. We're going to come back in a moment. We'll go live on Fox Good Day. We have a secret text word, by the way, a chance for you to win tickets to see Andrew Schultz July 29th at the Ocean Casino Resort in Atlantic City. So, text word secret to 39333. We'll be back in a moment.
6: This week, 93.3 WMMR continues our salute to 25 years of Preston and Steve. What the f***? Listen, as we recall a quarter century of stupid stunts, A-list guests, legendary live broadcasts, and charitable events that have made our mornings in the Delaware Valley better. That was awesome! Congrats on 25 years, guys. They did it! From 93 3 WMMR, everything that rocks your mornings.
2: Later on this morning, we're going to have uh, Nate Berkus on, who is uh, going to tell us about the. Uh, way to create a stylish, multifunctional outdoor living space this summer.
3: Outdoor living space, yes. multifunctional. Mm-hmm. So and I, this, ju- and this is my this is my realm. Your jam,
0: mm-hmm. and, and also wait. he's done some uh, Great Wolf Lodge uh, stuff, right? Yeah he, yeah. yeah,
3: he designed. They redid the whole uh, outdoor space there, and he redesigned it all.
2: I love Great Wolf Lodge. Yes, many times. I'm too bad that my I'm I'm upset that my kids are uh, we're too old to go there now.
3: Yeah,
2: but whatever. Take me. All right, we're going to, yeah, I should take you. Daddy! Uh, right now, though, we're going to take a trip to the Just Sayin' Institute. Just Sayin'.
0: Just Sayin' Institute, home of the Casey Foster-Lisa
2: Vanderpump Appreciation Center. <laughs> <laughs>
0: just Sayin'.
2: Uh, by the way, somebody texted in Casey and said you should have a Snickers bar because you're not yourself when you're angry.
4: I wasn't even angry. I okay, just, right. I, I think it's a waste of our time.
2: All right. <laughs> Um, ha- now, from the Just Saint Institute, have you guys ever heard of a thing called the Everything Shower? Yes. No. I have not. What is it? I've heard of an it? Everything so Bagel. Yeah. Do you know? It, oh, so you I want not. to explain He's it? right. He's everything Bagel. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. No, the Everything Shower, it's unlike the standard lather, rinse, and repeat. Uh, the Everything Shower is a time to do pretty much everything. So oh. rituals vary from person to person. The routine may begin With some pre-shower prep, such as applying a hair mask, a face mask, even teeth whitening strips. I do that. There may also be soothing candles or music in the mix. And then comes the actual shower, which could involve several steps of skin cleansing, loofah scrubbing, dry brushing, and multiple rounds of shampoo and conditioner. (laughs) No, I take like a military shower. Yeah, I'm the same way.
3: Uh, But there are times where I do, not to that full extent, but I tried the dry brushing and all that kind of stuff for a while. What's dry brushing? It's that, um, a dry brush. Like and you you basically brush your skin. It helps with like circulation. You'll you'll you can like do your legs. You go in like a circular motion or you brush down. I forget what the actual really rules brush? are. Uh, no 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 no. So it's not a. It's for water. your skin. All right. How
2: is it dry if you're in the shower?
3: Well, it's typically it's typically not. The one that I had was do, not. Okay, it was so like, this
2: maybe you do it right before you get in. Yeah, the Yeah, before or after. Okay. And so it's a it's a brush to maybe get that the excess skin off of the the top layer. Is that what that um, is? Or? I guess it could. I that
3: m- mine was being used for circulation in my body. Oh, okay. Um, does anybody brush their teeth in the shower?
2: I do, not all the
4: time. I do. Rochelle not. does. does uh,
2: she, she's, yeah. she keeps her toothbrush and toothpaste in the shower. I don't like to do it that way. Neither do I. Uh, but that's uh, where I poop. That, <laughs> wow, that's her thing.
4: That's kind of the only bathroom activity, Steve, that I've never done <laughs> at least on purpose <laughs> in the shower. <laughs> we pee. Yeah, I'd be, I'd be, be in, in the shower yeah, yeah. I, right yeah, now, yeah, I've shaved, too. brushed and my teeth. And pleasure yourself. Um, but, oh, yeah, I kinda, yeah.
3: but I kind of get this because uh, there are times where yes, like you'll do a quick shower or yeah. your normal normal shower, and then there are days, and I don't set them aside, but I'm like, oh, I have a little bit extra time. Okay, I'm gonna do the you know the face treatment, the this oh, then that, and, and all tie that. it all together, and tie it all together in that shower. If
2: I'm gonna spend extra time, it's just to I, I incrementally bring, make the water hotter and hotter yeah. and hotter, <laughs> and, and then eventually just you know you're kind of like doing a standing up hot tub routine, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and no. so that's. I will do what? Your wife is the psychopath who will get into the shower and then turn the water and then on. turn it on.
4: No.
3: Like, I don't know no. how no. she no. does no. it. No. Well, you know, there's ah. there, there's the, the, the whole trend with the um, uh, the cold tubs, the ice tubs uh-huh. no. that we're buying. So <laughs> people are doing this now, and at no. the end of their shower, they're turning it to freezing Shame cold. She's but, doing that now. I mean, she's essentially doing that in the beginning. I but-
2: could see that. I could see after a really hot shower because I I love uh, a swimming pool, hot tub combination where you can get in the pool, it's kind of chilly, then you get warm up in the hot tub, and then right before you get to put your clothes back on, you jump back in the cold water. I like that last-minute cool thing. But I no way am I about to just step into the shower no. and just turn the water my on. My ritual is when I leave work in the morning, I turn the shower on in preparation
0: for tomorrow morning shower. There and you go. So that's it's a good idea. idea.
2: Yeah. No, I have found that the optimum amount of time is while I'm brushing my teeth, the water warms up perfectly yeah. uh, for oh. me. So that's what I do. I want it hot. I brush my teeth after the shower. Uh, no, I do. I use it as because After uh, you've cleaned out your butt. Uh, time, yeah. uh, uh, time management uh, at you know four right. in the morning. Yeah, sure. I, I use the brushing teeth of the uh, t- to be the warm-up uh, for the shower. Uh, I
8: get it. That's logically mm-hmm. a sound. Uh, I approve. Um, and But you and Steve shower every morning. Uh, Casey and I and Kathy, I think, too, shower, we're not together, but shower at night. <laughs> we uh, should, we though. should,
3: though. Save water. Yeah, yeah.
8: yeah. Um, but what I like to do present when I shower in the evening is uh, I use the shower head to pre-brush, so that'll be on my water pick okay. in the shower, and then I feel like I have you, you blow the shower nozzle
2: into your mouth? Uh-huh. It's <laughs> pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, by the way, it says here also...
4: <laughs> I like to make... <laughs> dude, do you ever do this with the water into your mouth? You, um, do you make jet sounds with it? Oh, sure. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because actually, Steve makes a really great I jet no sound. I oh. yeah,
2: yeah. Well, I, I don't know what As you mean. As the
4: water is coming into your mouth, you blow out. Yeah. And it, and it sounds like Top Gun Jets. Yeah,
8: do it tomorrow morning.
2: Yeah. He's right. What? Yeah, yeah, it's pretty cool. No. All right, record yeah. it. What, I, what I need is you to illustrate right. this, to show this I'll, I'll to I'll live me. stream from the shower Record tonight. it. Uh, and I'll send it to you guys. If, I'll, I'll hold the shower
8: head for you.
3: I would say that it's uh, bizarre that Casey does this, but then that Nick completely agreed and uh-huh. does the same thing. Um,
2: we, yeah, we could check. One three. of you tomorrow, or tonight, since you take your evening showers, yeah. take the phone in there. Okay. Or, all right. And film yourself doing this, because I need to see what you're talking about. I don't know the jet yeah. sound thing. Your
0: phone is water resistant. Okay. No. I mean, I know so- I can I can do it without water, just right,
4: right. <laughs> that type oh, it of thing. Sounds but- way better than that. Okay. Yeah, because you get the echo of the shower yeah, too. Yeah. As a matter of fact, I think. Uh, was it Ridley Scott or Tony Scott? I think that's what they used as, like, uh, the, the sound producers right. in Top Gun and Maverick. Preston, I don't know if it sounds the same outside of my ears, though. That's the thing. In my own ears, right, it right, sounds... Right. I don't know what it sounds like <laughs> okay. to somebody listening. that's but I the still want to know. Yeah. I want to know.
2: Yeah. By the way, it says here also in an everything shower, after the shower, people might indulge in some all-over-body moisturizing as well as hair-drying and makeup uh, applying makeup. Moving up. Uh, But according to Dr. Cameron Rochar, who is a board-certified dermatologist and founder of the New York Cosmetic Skin and Laser Surgery Center, showering for long periods of time can actually dry out the skin. I've heard that, yeah. He said, we know for a fact that hot water dries out your skin, and extremely hot water is even worse. And the longer you stay in the shower, the drier your skin becomes. Do you ever have the situation where...
0: um, uh, like there are parts it's like almost like scratching your back with the water where it, it almost it feels good like the same sensation as if you
2: were scratching an itch yeah, mm. especially
8: in the winter right yeah, it, mostly get, in the winter yeah, yeah you get dry skin
2: exactly exactly uh i don't think i've experienced that a whole this and of... the jet thing i need to yeah. i need to get it i, I gotta get but, with you it you and i routinely take quick showers so that's yes.
0: you know in and out and do the deal and and uh do you do any more in the, in your shower regimen? Do we bring in office work?
3: no but there are like i'm thinking of all of and it's mainly based around the products that i have so i'll have like an exfoliate you know i have to exfoliate my face there's there's one in the shower so i you know haven't used it in a week or whatever so i'll do that there's like a mask that goes on my face that stays on for 15 minutes i'd like to see that there's all kind the the dry brushing i did for a little while that was annoying because that was like took forever
8: kathy how often and how many like uh, how many times a week do you wash your hair
3: I wash my hair every other day.
8: Okay, and and so every other time you shower, essentially? Yeah. Like every other shower? Okay.
3: Well, yeah, cause, no, because I shower multiple right, right, times right. in a day. But so but every other day I wash my hair. Today's a hair washing day. Yay!
2: Exciting. Uh, by the way, somebody texted and said, do you guys use your hand as a squeegee to remove the water off of your body before you reach for your towel? No. no. I do no. that.
8: I do kind of yeah. uh, air dry in the shower before I get out a little bit, you know, for like a minute.
2: Yeah, I'll just kind of do a quick, you know, No, better, no, no, no. no. The dog lick
8: all the water off first, right? What's that? Let your
4: dog lick all the water off first. Sure. It's,
3: it's I great. squeegee the walls of the shower, and so oh. <laughs> by the time I finish that, I'm partially dried. Yeah. Gotcha.
4: So I do that. I do the uh, the, the,
0: the glass part, yeah. and, then, and then I, I squeegee down all that stuff so you don't get that, that buildup. The hard
3: water buildup, right. yeah.
0: And uh, I do uh, left arm dry, right arm dry, head dry, um, and then I open up the door and then step out onto the mat, and then I do the rest of the body dry. And then I take a big dump.
2: Uh, So, Dr. Cameron Rockstar recommends uh, staying in the shower for no more than 15 minutes at a time. But if you're going to take a longer shower, it's crucial to follow up with a thick moisturizer over the entire body. (laughs) So, that I don't do. All right. Then then I've been told I have very soft skin.
8: Is there anything in the study about uh, cold baths and and, uh, plunging and stuff? Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I've just read a lot about that lately and like uh, the benefits for athletes and stuff. It it boggles the mind. I have no interest in it, but people are claiming it's great, especially post workout.
3: Uh, I tried it one time in the shower, and I was like, I hate cold water. I am not doing this yeah. again. Mm. Um, but these everything showers, I'm reading that it's beneficial for mental health. Like, it's sort of oh. just like a yeah, way you're... to relax. I and see that. Yeah. It's like
0: uh, Calgon, take me away. Totally, right. yeah.
4: yeah. I have been doing the sauna uh, more often. I'm doing that, like, uh, post-workout these days. And I, I it took a little while, but now I enjoy it. Okay. I don't know if you guys are down with, the um, you know, not sitting post- in the post-workout. Yeah.
8: Like, after a workout, I, I don't want to be...
4: Hotter. I'm already sweaty, so yeah. that's why I think I'm okay. I'll do it I, after a workout.
3: Mm-hmm. I can do the heat. I, any of that, like the sauna, all of that stuff. I I like that stuff, but the cold, like the cryotherapy, I've done a number of times. It Don't is like, like it. I have to force myself yeah. to go and do that. And the same thing with I try. Like I said, they tried the cold shower. It was awful.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I'm just
3: mm-hmm. I can't do it.
0: Uh, a shower in the morning is essential to for my waking up process. I and agree. It, it has to be hot and. uh, and then I do at least another one, sometimes two more. Mm-hmm.
2: All right. Uh, so everything shower, everything you wanted to know about it. I've got other things from the Sane Institute. Researchers at the, and I was always curious about this. Researchers at the University of California, Los Angeles discovered that smoking cannabis does not pose the same risks as smoking tobacco. Uh, They conducted a study using uh, longitudinal data published in the journal Chronic Obstructive Pulmonary Disease, uh, which revealed that cannabis use does not increase the likelihood of developing um, COPD, chronic obstructive pulmonary disease, even among individuals with a high clinical risk for the disease. So I always thought, listen, you're taking smoke into your lungs and that uh, you could probably end up with COPD now. It's not good for you to do no, it. it's not. Without question, but it's not the same thing as, as t- tobacco smoking. I wonder how much that
0: is based on the fact that your average cigarette smoker is smoking more frequently than your average pot smoker.
2: Yeah, I don't yeah. know. Uh, the researchers examined a group of middle-aged and older individuals who were either current or former tobacco smokers and found no connection between cannabis smoking and the progression or development of COPD. It says mm-hmm. no connection. What mm-hmm. about... Um uh, emphysema. Don't know. Because here's the deal. I don't know what the difference between that and uh, COPD is. Start the so. spelling. Yeah.
3: Well, no, but but ever... there's tons of research saying that it, right. it does damage to the lungs. Yeah. It might be not the same they, as cigarettes, and... but it's not right. healthy for it's, your lungs.
0: Dr. Mike says, uh, and he's right, anytime you bring something into your lungs like that, it's going to cause damage. Well,
3: just uh,
4: take a look at the end of a joint or a bowl or a bong after several uses. Uh, there's a ton of um, resin, resin. And stuff in yeah. there. So... Mm-hmm. <laughs> Whatever's happening there is also happening in your inside your body, I would imagine,
2: right I, I, I don't know I, I, would assume. I would cool. I would assume so as well but uh, what is the difference between emphysema and COPD? is one more deadly than the other? Uh, I think do we I, know
0: Well, like Carson died from emphysema mm-hmm. um, Johnny Carson
8: he was a lifelong smoker <laughs> he right? Was a, yeah hardcore smoker I, I, I don't know uh, you know uh, the um, here's a study I, I think' I up similar that, that answers Casey's question that right, em- emphysema is more common in marijuana smokers than cigarettes.
2: Okay. Uh, it says 75% in this study, I don't know where this is from. Just saying Uh a 75 society of marijuana smokers had emphysema versus 67% in tobacco-only smokers. So a little, uh, little less than 10%. Remember the, the thing they used to call popcorn lung with the vaping? Yeah.
3: yeah. Remember yes. that? Yes.
0: Popcorn lung. Yeah. Uh, and, and you don't hear about that that much these days.
2: And that had to do with... Uh, wasn't was it nicknamed that because of a uh, microwave popcorn that's what it was. breathing that in is 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 not good as well? I don't know. I remember. I think it, I remember popcorn something. Popcorn lung about didn't that. sound good to me. I know that's mm-hmm. all I remember.
3: So emphysema is included under this COPD umbrella.
2: Okay. All right. Hang on. Doctor Mike's on oh, There we go. Let's get the there good go. doctor Ed medicine and medicine in Fox twenty nine, which we're going to go live on in about um, I don't know 15, 20 minutes. Doctor Mike. Good morning. Well, hello there. So. <laughs>
12: Emphysema is—it's—it's uh, it's the same. Chronic obstructive pulmonary disease is the term that we use, and and that happens when people have smoked for a long period of time. Uh, I mean, other things can cause it, but but the bottom line is is that when it comes to marijuana, to pot, uh, as you said, Steve, I don't like putting anything in my lungs. And to 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 look at the literature, uh, th- there are less carcinogens in. Uh, in In marijuana, and then there are tobacco okay. so th- there 's no question about it. Tobacco smoke has about four thousand different entities that can cause cancer and and so there there is some benefit but i 'm not a big fan of putting anything in the lungs and and, and I have a patient who uh, 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 smoke pot their entire life and have damage to their lungs because of some of the um, uh, the the uh, uh, plant uh, uh, stuff that they use to to uh, kill insects and stuff. Oh, sure, like that. Right, right, right. So um, uh, you know, he he has inhaled that. Uh, uh, so Mike. I I just don't believe in putting anything in your lungs. And there's some literature coming out about uh, you know, especially developing brains and adolescents and people with a history of mental illness. Got to be careful with this. And sure. and I'm all about uh, uh, free will and 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 liberalizing the use of marijuana, uh, but um, it's it's not for everybody, and you don't want to use it too much.
8: Yeah, that makes a lot of sense, and I certainly understand the, uh, the um, being wary when uh, smoking anything, um, but that begs the question of your perspective on edibles medically.
12: Well, I think they're, they're better than inhaling anything. That's for sure. The problem with edibles is that some people uh, don't feel the effects right away yes. uh, and then they, they overdo it and then they end up with, with problems. Yes. And, and, and still, uh, I, I don't want someone doing anything like that and then driving a truck yeah. uh, you, you know what I mean? What I, I just uh, get nervous <laughs> about that. And, uh, Steve, you and I've talked about this. I mean, the, 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 bottom line is, is that, uh, there's all kinds of poisons out there. I mean, alcohol causes about seven different cancers. Yeah. And and so what you want to try to do is to, to find something in your life that gets you to that place where you don't need a chemical. You don't need something to get you calm. You May I recommend
0: action. something, Mike? Yeah. Radio-controlled aircraft.
12: Ah, oh, uh, but- yes. <laughs> well, that's why... I was, you know, I, I was a loner in high school. But I, you, you know, the bottom line is that, that you want to do the things that you mentioned. Look, and, and the hot shower story, I yeah. think it's great. Uh, you know, Chicago had a song called An Hour in the Shower. Probably not good for your skin, but uh, it, it's, it's, it's a place where you can go and relax. Yeah. And, and you you have to find ways to un, uh, de-stress. And mm-hmm. Steve, you and I've talked about it. You need a hobby. You need something it's to true. let go. I think Preston golf is your thing.
9: That you is, know,
12: you, you need somewhere where you can go, so you don't have to get high. You get high on on life that
0: is good for you. Yes, uh, I, we we do talk about that. I, I'm a big proponent of that. But so in this case, at least on this general information. Pot comes out a little ahead of, knowing that you don't want to really bring anything alien into your lungs that way. But if you're going to, you're right. going to err on the side of caution, pot? Lesser of right. two evils.
12: From purely a carcinogenic perspective, there's much less in right. terms of carcinogens in pot than there is in Tobacco. However, there's, there's no redeeming value right. to tobacco. I, okay. I'm telling
0: you, but the, don't the, the, overdo and, it, and, especially and, if you're in a developmental stage in your life.
12: Oh God, forget it, man. <laughs> forget it. The brain is this beautiful machine, developing and 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 growing. And if you're an adolescent, don't do it, man.
2: Yeah. Don't do it. All right, love it. Love Great you. Words of knowledge from Doctor Mike. Love Love you. All right, we'll see you, Dr. Mike.
0: Love
12: you.
2: I I told them
0: that people use now, they say, I love you like Dr. Mike. And I I, I see. really?
2: Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. (laughs) All right, uh, let's go somewhere else to just say this too. We got the good doctor's information and now back to... All the professors and statisticians at work. This is an incredible
0: facility if you stop and think about it. It's basically the size of West Virginia.
2: Um, So did you know this? That 92% of all UFO sightings in the world take place in the United States. Yeah, I knew that. Uh, (laughs) uh, Since record keeping began, uh, uh, 126,094 sightings have been reported Canada has the second most sightings with 5,696, and the U.K. comes in third with 3,146 sightings. But the U.S. is 126,000, so way, way more. So what's Canada's number again? Uh, 5,696.
0: All right, so a bit more rural uh, in a lot of spots, but we have, this is a big country here. Uh Um, Yeah, I I wonder. All this stuff that's coming out now about the different, uh, you know, whether it be the, the CIA or... Uh, other letter agencies releasing information that they've collected about unidentified flying objects not necessarily extraterrestrial but Mm -hmm. it's kind of interesting
2: uh ufos in canada tend to stick around for over five hours and the most common ufo description is of strange lights in the sky take me to tim horton's uh interestingly in france the most common ufo shape is a triangle uh, which states spot the most unidentified objects in the sky? They would be California, Florida, Washington, Texas, and New York. No Arizona. They make up the top five. No, well, there's more it or people not. in
8: all those states too.
2: Okay, it's true. You that like makes the, sense. Yeah. Did yeah.
8: you know? And I just looked this up. There are more people in California than there all uh, than there are in all of Canada. I did not know that. There's 39 plus in a uh, million in California and, and 38 million in all of Canada. Wow.
4: There was, like, some documentary thing that I saw. It I had to have been on Netflix. But uh, there was UFO sightings, uh, and, and it was in Canada, where the UFO showed up all the time. And they and as a matter of fact, at one point, they were interviewing these people. And, and back in the window, you saw it, like, show up, like, hello. And uh, it, it was just, it was like clockwork.
0: The, the, so the, this, this UFO or UFOs would appear at the same time? Yeah, these people. Was there any, mm-hmm. any attempt at... Giving it a a, a worldly or a, a logical explanation, or they could they could they explain what the story was?
4: Yeah, I wish I could remember exactly every, how everything shook out, Steve. But, yeah. um
2: Did it involve Reese's Pieces? No. Yeah. No. Damn it, because that's my favorite kind of alien. Uh, yeah they love them on Quee splat absolutely that's their, that's their favorite <laughs> yeah, as a botanist thing <laughs> yeah. so uh let's see the subject this is according to the investigator Nick Pope he said the subject has come out in the fringe and into the mainstream which has led to lots more people speaking out about their own sightings and encounters as well it's so, pretty wild yeah
0: you you say you believe you saw a UFO again okay, we don't
2: no, no, I I saw uh, what what turned out to be a uh, a rocket launch. A rocket launch. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I don't believe in. Uh, I believe in intelligent life elsewhere. Yeah. I wholeheartedly believe in that. Uh, but but I think the um, the size of everything is the scope is just astronomical. Just way too big that we have multiple you know visitors hanging around and yeah. and taking a look at things. That's crazy stuff. I, just, I don't believe it. What do you believe? <sighs> I, b- I believe the stuff that's
0: coming out now. There's a lot of stuff that's inexplicable, so I'm a little bit more open to interplanetary travel, know, or wormhole technology, or from within our own planet, um, inter- yeah. right, or interdimensional wow.
8: travel. I'm a- Never thought about that. But Loch Ness, that's a crock of crap. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, Steve, I don't disagree with you. But you know what gets, uh, you know what gets my goat? Yeah, <laughs> is yeah, uh, you know, maybe it is. You don't know Boo. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, like a uh, conspiracy theories surrounding it. Like if these things happen, I just they are so vast and they are so big that there's no way it could be covered up at this point. There's In just change. there's too many phones out there with too many cameras. Yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. know. I can't. I I'm can't coming buy around. Into that. I'm coming
0: around on conspiracy theories. No, and there's some. There's some things that I've long held true that I'm like, I don't know. And then you see stuff yeah. starts to come out. And it's yeah, you would figure, but it turns out. Look at how Blofeld pulled it. He had a whole goddamn operation inside a volcano. Yeah, that not point. one guy to would go to the Wawa and go. By the way, I work in a volcano. So, <laughs> um, you know, right? You know, people the Those way guys they guys are with eat. their volcano secrecy. Yeah.
2: I remember, and you'll like this because it's Batman-related. In the uh, Justice League, there was uh, somebody had written out a dissertation on how it would have been impossible uh, for Bruce Wayne to keep quiet. The way they built that lab underneath a lake, uh, (laughs) and how he there was it it would be absolutely impossible for one person to put all that together. You
0: would
4: figure,
2: right? That somebody somewhere, Mm
4: -hmm. by the way. Ed, tell him about the lake you're working under. Yeah, right, yeah. right. But if you watched uh, Better Call Saul, because they kind of go into how uh, Gus Frain built the underground lab. and And he was able to get these people from overseas and have them do all of this work. It was under, like, very, very covert, like, operations. And they were, you know, paid handsomely. You know NDA agreements and all that stuff. So, and if mean, they can make you disappear, as they say, you know, mm-hmm. well,
0: like mm, like Sasquatch does, they takes out the people who are lipping off too much. Hmm. They the people that did this disappeared. There you
2: go. Yeah, Got there me. you go. Well, Sorry. maybe 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 the Batcave cave is possible. Yeah. I don't know. I want I, one if let, it is. Let's see where else we can go. on The Just Institute. A UK study found that morning sex may be more satisfying than afternoon or nighttime romps. And the best time to do it is seven thirty in the morning. Right, researchers Just before
0: the, uh, the the what is it the half hour into uh, GMA.
2: Uh, researchers took data from five hundred men and five hundred women, age eighteen to sixty five. Participants rated their enjoyment of sex out of uh, ten. Uh, enjoyment out huh? of, of sex out of ten point six six percent chose morning sex as the most satisfying, and only two percent said eleven p.m. was the best time. Uh, The survey also found that most people focused best at 10 a.m. and craved a snack at 3.30 in the afternoon. Uh, 27% of participants started to crave an alcoholic drink around 6 p.m. So if you're
0: talking the the weekend, that's about... I, I doubt... You ever wait to miss us up at two thirty in the morning? <laughs> no, let's go, but let's go for it.
2: No, but yeah. it's. Uh, but they're saying that uh, the most satisfying time to have sex is seven thirty in the morning. I'm not a big fan of morning sex. Well, bad breath. You have to go. You know. Man, the, just, I'm still, I'm waking up. Yeah, I'm you try, haven't had I, your cereal. I, even even in in my in my prime. Yeah, um, I haven't had your blueberry. I don't, I don't think that uh, mornings were. No, I'm more of a. Let me get up, get my day going, and you know what's funny though is for dudes,
8: uh, it's a great way to go to sleep, right? Yeah, because there's like that natural sedative that happens uh, after you cross the finish line, and uh, so like if there is morning sex involved, I, I just want to go back to bed afterwards. But if yeah. it's night sex, uh, I'm like, okay, cool, sleepy time.
2: Yeah, totally. That was that's part of it too. But I remember the yeah, the, the evening was always made for Michelob. It was well, no, that's <laughs> the weekends. <laughs> no, I'm sorry, okay. uh, but. Um, yeah, even I just thought uh, sex was a little bit more. Uh, I don't know. Uh, desirable. Does this break it down by sex? The, the survey. No, it doesn't. Okay. I mean, it. I, I have sexual act. I just have a portion of the uh, finger the, blasting. Uh, nah, I no, I doesn't gender. say anything about that. <laughs> I just have a portion of the of the story because it was uh, from a larger article that I didn't feel like going through. Yeah, yeah so it. it was getting too sexy. Yeah. All right, we'll go into something else here. Uh, let's see. Although seventy-one percent of Americans think that it's rude to come to work sick. Sick. Adults suffer symptoms for an average of two days before admitting that they are sick. Sick. And a poll of 2,000 U.S. adults found that about one in four believe that they can will their sickness away. Yeah. Uh, fifty. So essentially they're saying it's rude to come to work sick. Sick. Yeah. I'll tell you this. Um, so I haven't been, I haven't,
0: knock on whatever pro- approximates wood here, I haven't been sick in a while Um, The thing that if I'm going to miss a day and which is incredibly rare, it'll be a stomach virus, something stomach virus related. That's what will get me. But I don't I I don't have to power through a a cold. Kathy, you're you're always battling something.
3: Well, and here's the thing. I'm I that's where I stand. I do think it's rude when people come to work sick. You might feel like you're okay, but you're spreading germs all over the place. And someone like me is going to get it and it's going to wipe me out for a week.
2: Yeah. By the way, it says 59% of respondents have said that they have allergies when they were actually sick.
3: Sick. So, oh, and I think a lot of time people don't know the difference. And so the, the allergies yeah. is like a way to be like, don't worry. Don't worry. It's just allergies. You can't get it. Or
0: then the, the hypochondriacs of everything, whatever oh, you have, Whenever they
3: somebody says it's just yeah. allergies to me, I'm like, mm-hmm, sure. <laughs> yeah. Go get, take a COVID test. <laughs>
2: uh, which symptoms were finally the ones that convinced Americans to stay home, curl up in bed? Uh, fever. Number one, I that got a fever. A fever will floor me. Yeah, really? absolutely. That is when it is the absolute worst for me. Yeah, I I just when you so what I get a little delirious, um, shiver. Uh, yes, and it's that's like, horrible. You're hot blooded. You got to You got to see. and see. Yeah. No
0: bad uh, news. You've you, got a fever of 103.
2: Usually the fever usually comes with body aches too, yeah. and, uh, and you've got double vision, and it's just <laughs> horrible. In fact, I have the entire. Foreigner <laughs> Library. That's
5: crazy.
2: Uh, when I get sick. So, I just wanted you to know that. Foreigner Gate Clinic. Uh,
8: Do you think that you have, uh, symptoms before the fever shows up? Because when I get the fever, <laughs> uh, no pun intended, <laughs> um, I, I, that's when I know that I'm really sick. If I feel like I have a fever and I check my temperature or whatever, I'm like, all right, I actually am ill. But something, sometimes I'll have a cough a couple days beforehand or whatever. I'm like, no, maybe it is allergies, you know, maybe I'm, I can deny the fact that I'm actually ill and then I'm like, oh wait crap, well, you need a yeah. Fox yeah,
2: I can kinda <laughs> You're You're cold get clammy. As ice. Yeah, yeah, you get clammy and and uh yeah.
9: You're as cold as ice! You're as
2: cold as ice. It's crazy though, because when you do
4: get that fever, you better get to the urgent care center, <laughs> like ASAP. <laughs> I've got bad news for
0: you.
2: Your heart has turned to stone. <laughs> God, I haven't heard of urgent in a long time. Urgent? Yeah. You yes, I want to know what love is. Uh, so fever, weakness, and stomach aches are the top three for people when they. What song is this? Uh, long, long, uh, long way, long from way home. The, yeah, uh, that's right. All right, so we've gone through the Foreigner Library. Not yet. Honestly, we
0: Okay, go ahead.
2: We, we, we still have more. <laughs> oh, I know. I was joking. Oh, I'm not saying oh, we've gone through oh, the entire okay. library. They were chock full of hits. I mean, honestly, this feels like the first time that we've <laughs> talked about this. So. All right. Well, what is this one? Hang on. <laughs> Did you guys
8: just write
0: all the songs yeah. in the waiting room of the doctor's office? <laughs> right. I've been waiting for a nurse like you.
2: <laughs> we're turning that off
8: now. We are? Right. Yes, right. we are. We are. Does that kill the uh, YouTube stream when we do this? Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, probably. it does. That's yeah. a
2: shame. Because we're playing all this uh, well, music that uh, we are not allowed to. Can you get away with a few seconds? Fair I use? Think, I, no. I, I don't think so. Fair Fair dinkum. All right, uh, let's see. I'm going to do one more. By the way, Fox uh, Good Day has been canceled. What? There's a connection issue, so uh, I can stretch on a little bit more with the Justine Institute. But I wanted to throw this out there. Recent study surveying 1,800 American women found that 62% of participants reported being afraid of giving birth. I am. This fear is called uh, tacophobia. Okay. Which is spelled T-O-K-O-phobia, not (laughs) T-A-C-O. Maybe it's tokophobia. I don't know. Tacos.
4: I'm surprised that there are this many people on this planet (laughs) considering how uh, violent and painful childbirth is. Uh, Especially, well, I mean, listen, back in the day, they didn't really know how to... uh, Give birth? No, no, no. There was no um, child, what's the word I'm looking for? Birth control? Birth control, Yeah. Well,
2: they did. They used uh, stones. Yeah. Um, no, there was no, uh, it's, it wasn't as effective as it is now. A rocked them. Uh, so, yes, uh, the, the 62% are reported being afraid of giving birth. This fear called tocophobia can impact women who have never had a baby and women who had a traumatic experience around childbirth. Mm. Uh, fears can stem from uh, concerns about pain, doctors, and children in general. And Kathy, you pretty much had that, right?
3: I mean, it was the needle, the epidural, it was all of it.
2: Okay. But what about, what about, yeah, labor and all that? Did that
3: freak you out too? because yeah, I never experienced it. So like, really? I didn't know, you know what I mean? I didn't know really what to expect. It was the thought of that needle mm-hmm. and then if not being able to do it, then I guess the pain with the labor, like. To me, I would, would
2: have wanted
0: that. Okay. Or, or the thought of a dwarf punching its way out of your uterus. Right,
2: exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So this is interesting. While most respondents uh, were white women, black mothers were twice as likely to have a strong fear of childbirth. And this could be due to the fact that black mothers face three times the risk of dying from pregnancy complications. I was not aware oh. of that. That's scary, man. Yeah. Uh, a fear of pregnancy can cause a woman to avoid sex or feel disconnected from their unborn child if they are pregnant. If they're afraid, if they're actively pregnant and afraid, that can cause an issue. My mom um, revealed
8: something to me recently. I'm I'm 47. I'll be 48 this summer and I have two younger brothers. And apparently, um, she had three C-sections. And by the third, there was so much uh, scar tissue that had built up, it was very dangerous to have a third C-section. And that's why she got her tubes tied. And and my my youngest brother, Josh, was the last of the three of us. Um, But she apparently... um, Do you guys remember uh, Booth Maternity Ward? It was down, it might have been before you guys got Mm -mm. here, President Steve, but it was down the road uh, on City Avenue. That's where my two younger brothers were born. And it was a hospital dedicated to um, women giving birth. That was it. it was pe- there were no other... Ah. Um, um, and I was wondering if any maternity wards like that exist anymore. Yeah, Booth Maternity Center. We established would, in 1971. We would take the train, my mom and I would, and we'd get off at of the Overbrook Station and, and walk over. And, and it was interesting to me that it was an entire hospital dedicated to that. And I don't know if those types of hospitals mm, exist like a, anymore. Like a straight maternity hospital? Yes, yeah. There was no other procedures being done there, Steve. It was ah. just pregnant women.
2: I can't uh. say that I've heard of that either. Yeah, and, and it seemed to me... Well, like, check it in. See,
8: <laughs> It seemed like a pretty good idea to me, and I'm surprised that they don't exist anymore. Oh,
2: all right. Uh, well, interesting. So just another bit of info to pass along from the Just Saying Institute. We're going to have to uh, close up now and move along, friends. Just saying. We're going to step off of the campus of the JSI, <laughs> the Just Saying Institute. But hopefully you learned something uh, today as we talked about these things. We're going to take a break, come back in a second. Bizarre file stories on the way. Uh, and the first one I'll start with speaks to Nick.
6: Ah. Mm-hmm. So we'll come back in a moment. Stay with us. The MMR app can't remember your Wawa order. But it can pair with your Bluetooth or Apple or Android car system. Streaming us right into your speakers. Oh, and if you could grab us a meatball shorty and an iced tea, that'd be great. Thanks.
1: Get social with Preston and Steve. Find us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and TikTok. And coming soon to OnlyFans. I'm kidding.
7: Football's back. And this Eagle season, there are huge prizes to be won at Acme.
2: Window Nation. You feeling the heat? Mm, Are you? High temps aren't the only thing that are getting you hot under the collar. Wait till you see those energy bills. The solution? Call my friends at Window Nation for new energy-efficient windows. And right now you get 50% off any style window. Bows, bays, double-hung, sliders. 50% off. Plus zero down, zero payments, and 0% interest for 24 months. And this week only, you can receive an additional 10% off. 866-90NATION or go to WindowNation.com and tell them we sent you.
1: Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. WMMR presents Preston and Steve's Bizarre. Bizarre Final.
2: Brought to you this morning by Red Robin. Moms, dads, and grads give the gift of yum by buying a $25 Red Robin gift card now through June 18th. And get a $5 bonus buck reward for you, redeemable, June 19th through August 13th. So, here we go. Nick, Yeah, this is for you. All right. In Kentucky, a man was shot over the weekend in Louisville, and police say it was over a hot pocket. A hot pocket! <laughs> yes. Well. I think when the man shot, he screamed, oh, no. <laughs> uh, the police arrested 64-year-old Clifton Williams on Sunday after they said he shot his roommate following an argument. Police said the Williams roommate, that said that Williams' roommate had eaten the last no! hot pocket. So he started throwing tiles at him. I don't know why tiles happen to be handy at the moment, but he started throwing them. Oh, no! Uh, arrest slips say that the roommate tried to leave, but Williams went inside and got a gun. Uh, the man was then shot in the buttocks as he was trying to leave. Oh! My. The victim traveled a few blocks to get help, was taken to the hospital to be treated for non-life-threatening injuries. That's a damn good commercial for Hot Pockets. Williams is being charged with assault and has been ordered not to have contact with the victim. (laughs) I can see his point. (laughs) Where's my damn Hot Pocket? (laughs) Oh, no! (laughs) A 37-year-old man... Save it. A 37-year-old man uh, claiming to be a time traveler was arrested after allegedly hurling a brick through a family's window. We come from the future. We use bricks a lot. On Saturday, Ocala police responded to a possible burglary. The victims claimed that they heard a loud crash, and when they checked on their baby, they found a smashed window and a brick on the floor. In in my time, this is how we say hello. uh, They also said they found a book outside that did not belong to them, and when officers found suspect Daniel Robert Dinkins, he admitted that he threw the brick through the window because... He was a time traveler and needed to save the baby from something wow. way in the future when the child is much older. He's oh. like Cable. Yeah, or hes it's like everything, everywhere, all, all at once. once. If you do this one thing, yeah. Yeah. it will alter uh, what happens uh, in another reality. He also had a book of sports stats pressed. Oh, Gray's Sports almanac. You <laughs> can't do that. He was arrested and now faces a felony charge, by the way. I mean, if you think about it, we're all time traveling. We are, man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Word. A woman was caught on security cameras repeatedly keying cars at a dealership in Canada, uh, hitting an estimated 400 vehicles, one by one, over the span of four months. Did you see the footage of this lady? No. Just walking down the line of cars, yeah. keying them. Wow. According to the Daily Mail, the video shows a woman covered head-to-toe in warm clothing and wearing a Jack,
0: mask. kick the crap out of that bitch.
2: <laughs> Slowly moving from car to car and making small scratches on each vehicle. The exact amount of damage is uh, done is unknown at this time, but police say that it could be in the range of a half million dollars. For no,
4: for no reason, or did she happen to work at a
2: detailer that like fixes scratches? Yeah, they didn't say. The woman is described Maybe she's as a key shop, roughly forty to fifty <laughs> years old, and uh, a heavy build, and is believed to drive a two thousand eight two thousand thirteen Ford Escape. Uh, Jack, curb stomp that whore. Believe that she is acting alone and her motive in this matter is unclear. Complete lunacy, but she's doing it very nonchalantly in the video. Here's a story out of the Netherlands The uh, Utrecht Student Corps, or the USC, is under fire for a photo circulating on social media showing members playing ring toss with the goal of getting a ring over a bottle held in a stripper's anus. Wait, okay. What? And then listen, that's hard if you've ever tried to do it. Students confirmed the authenticity of the photo. Uh, Rector Hedo Lane of the bottle the U- is in the anus. Our first contestant steps up. <laughs> of the and U- it's good. Uh, of the USC said that he strongly disapproves of the behavior. And has reported the incident to the relevant authorities. The person responsible has received an appropriate sanction. <laughs> uh, the, <laughs> the student association... This is the master's yeah. music. Uh, the student association informed the university about the incident last week. Uh, spokesperson, Anelis uh, Waterland, told the newspaper, We realize that management cannot always prevent transgressive incidents from taking place, however...
0: I just want to thank my parents for the years they drove me to anus uh, toss
2: competitions... Uh, we think it is essential that Students Association, based on health association culture, do everything they can to prevent...
0: And I want to thank the stripper.
2: ...excessive and ex- excesses and act effectively if they do occur. So, they weren't happy with it. What that. kind of jacket do you put on when you win that? That's a brown jacket. Yeah. <laughs> Should we try that at Keenan's this week? That's no, what I, was I was thinking, wondering. actually, yeah. <laughs> All right, this is terrible. Listen to this story, man. An Illinois man who had been walking on Tidal mud mudflats... In an Alaska estuary, reportedly drowned over the weekend after becoming stuck as the tide came in. Oh. So when years ago,
0: Preston, when we took our Alaskan cruisers our honeymoon, we drove past an area coming down from Anchorage towards Seward. And there is an area that, they, that the bus driver is telling us very tempting for a lot of people to get off and just kind of walk into the the tide goes out. And they say people get trapped in this mud all the time. They they step out into it and don't realize. And with every attempt to pull their leg out, it sucks them down further into yeah. the mud.
2: I wonder if this is where this happened. I would be. I would bet it is. Like uh, how
4: terrifying as the tide slowly comes oh, in. You're like, oh I'm, yeah, I'm yeah. Gone. This is. It,
2: it's a. It, it's got to be a horrible, horrible, horrible death. Uh-huh. Slowly as you you realize yeah. you're you're not going to make it. Uh, so the man was there with his friends on Sunday night when he was submerged up to his waist in the quicksand like silt. Uh, the body of Zachary Porter was uh, recovered mon- was recovered Monday morning. Uh, a member of his group had called 911 when they couldn't get him out, but it was too late. One man who tried to save him was flown to Anchorage with hypothermia. Uh, Christy Pearson, the administrator and lead EMT for the fire department, said it's big, it's amazing, it's beautiful, and it's overwhelming, but you have to remember that it's Mother Nature. This is it. And she has no mercy for humanity. Yeah, this has got to be This is exactly what I remember seeing when we were on the... Uh, and, and the thing is that
8: it's kind of like the thing where, oh, let's pull over and check it out. No. And I, I imagine, Steve, like, there's no way to get to anybody out there either because you can't run across it. no well, you what can't get a vehicle yeah. across it. You
2: know, you're just stuck. She responded to the call and spoke with others in Porter's party but did not speak to him directly. Peterson explained that they got the rescue call after Porter was in serious trouble urging people to call 911 as soon as possible. Another department, which is located around an hour's drive away, also responded to the incident. Uh-huh. Uh, And at low tide, Peterson said that um, uh, Turnagain Arm is known for its mudflats that can suck you down. It looks like it's solid, but it's not, she said. When the tide comes in, the silt gets wet, loosens up, and creates a vacuum should a person walk on it. Uh, There are signs posted warning people of dangerous waters and mudflats. At least three others have gotten stuck or drowned there over the years, and many more people have been rescued. Earlier this month, a fisherman was rescued after his leg became stuck, and he sank up to his waist. So, Scary crap. Yeah, it's terrible. I mean, it's
0: gorgeous, but it's
2: just terrifying. Yeah, all right, and there you go. That is what I have in the Bizarre File for you. All right, as we take a break, a reminder that... Uh Villa Maria Academy in Malvern, you guys are voting for the coolest teacher, so make sure you do that now. Text word teacher to 39333. We'll send you the voting link. Also, don't, don't forget a secret text word today. we got tickets to see Andrew Schultz, who's playing at the Ocean Casino Resort in AC on July 29th. Text the word secret to 39333. We'll be back in a moment.
7: What's new? Live you asked. Hey. The
1: revivalists to sing the songs and the day. Lincoln Park I'm
9: lost in these
1: The Hooters
6: New music, more of everything that rocks. On
2: 933 WNMR. So a guy shot another guy cuz uh, the other guy took the last hot pocket. <laughs> oh, no! yeah. This happened in Kentucky. We were just talking about this. And there are times where food can get you very riled up. Well, so
0: many of your bizarre file stories involve whether you know the last uh chicken wing, the last you know whatever you you have piece of pizza. And there's something I think we uh, we tend to get our you know our anticipation built up and it freaks people the hell. I mean people have been more than just shot flat out murdered yes. for stuff like this and and but it makes you think what my, how what food would make you go the furthest because you found it was someone else had taken it or or I know Casey you talk about stuff disappearing from your fridge yeah. that you've wow. set aside yeah. And that your mouth is watering for, you've built your whole day around getting home to
4: have it, and then it's gone. Well, you know, and, and Press, I, I think, because you have a house full of people as well, and I just, you know, I come to this realization that nobody has any respect for anybody else's uh, belongings or food in my household, and I'm probably no exception to the rule, uh, and mine might be more out of um, spite than anything else.
2: Well, I think it's uh, hardwired into us, and by the way, we would love to hear short of murdering someone. <gasps> Uh, or
4: if there's a good case.
2: <laughs> the most intense uh, altercation you've gotten in over food. And I have a couple of them personally, which I'll share in a moment. But I've just finished this book. It's the second time I've read it. It's called uh, uh, Project Hail Mary. It's uh, coming out as a movie in a couple of years. And uh, uh, in the book, they make the illustration because it has to do with uh, uh, meeting alien life and so on. Anyway, they're talking about the history of of uh, we as a civilization that up until like 300 years ago, the primary issue of everyone that lived is food. Yep. That's it. That's mm-hmm. all there is to it. Everything you to, to live. Societies were created yeah. around it. The most important thing in the world to anyone was being able to get sustenance to live. We live in a world now where that's not yeah. a problem. Yeah. Even if you don't have anything, you can find a way to eat and groups like Phil abundance and so on are there for you, but there didn't used yeah. to be. No, you had hunters but and I, gatherers. I and think it. it's hardwired into us yeah. that at some point you can seriously cross the line when it comes to food. Seriously, war child. Seriously, back all right, off. back. You better back off, war child. Back off from that that's pizza, war child. Back off, war child. Seriously, that's my hot pocket, Warchild. So I think it's I think it's us as human beings. It's ingrained in, in it. I, I've gotten in two. Mm-hmm. One really massive physical altercation with my sister one time <laughs> over food. And the other one was with the band. It was with it? the band, yeah. Uh, That's I'll, my favorite. I'll recount that one too. <laughs> and uh, no, I had apparently, I, I ate a frozen pizza, okay? So, and apparently <laughs> my sister had her sight set on that pizza. And as was at the time, I was probably about 15 or something like that. Mm. I ate the entire pizza. Yeah. I made the pizza. I ate the entire You're pizza. You're walking blast furnace. No big deal, right? So I eat that. Um, my sister comes home, realizes that I ate the pizza. Now, I don't remember the details. I don't know if she had said it was uh, she was going to eat it or whatever. But anyway, I made the pizza. I ate it. She... Wigged the F out, okay? What was it?
0: An amazing
2: explosion? Screaming at me. Screaming at me. Wow. And then I try to leave, and something pegs me in the back of the head hard. And I'm like, what the hell? She had picked up, like, have you, you ever seen those really big navel oranges? Yeah. yeah, Like the yeah. big one. She had hurled one. It was like the size of a grapefruit. Oh, my God. Hurled it at me. So here, we, now we're in a food fight, yeah. uh-huh. both, both figuratively and literally. Hits me uh-huh. in the head. So I went and grabbed a hockey stick. Okay, and then, yeah, of course, uh, yeah. And then I well, went, you don't want to waste food. Right, exactly. No. So I went after hey, it with a hockey stick. You were full stick. at that point. A hockey and, stick? Yeah, and so I'm swinging it around the kitchen, knocking yeah. stuff off, and she had a friend there, a guy... Uh, who managed to uh, uh, um, get the hockey stick away from yeah, you? Yeah, he had uh, detained me. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, and it, it stopped there. But it was close to me killing wow. my sister over a pizza.
0: Do you think? Had would you have connected? Um, with The hockey stick. I don't know. In that moment man. of
2: see, the thing is, you were already full.
0: You, I was already eating.
2: And but I I'd been assaulted. Yes. So by an orange. By an orange. So I was uh, I was out for blood at that point.
3: I mean, knowing your relationship with your sister, I think you would have oh,
2: Yeah, probably.
3: Yeah. <laughs> I can I think it's safe for me to say I've never been in an argument about food.
0: Really? Never. About never? someone eating. You've never been massively no, I mean, disappointed yeah, because yeah. I,
3: totally. I've been disappointed, gone in for leftovers and they're gone, but not so much that I would I got into an argument about it. Like, even in college, when food was, like, hmm. you know, yeah. <laughs> hard to come by. Right. I remember people eating each other's food. And you would be annoyed at them, but uh, I don't you think I... You never
0: wanted to kill anyone? No,
3: I never no. got into, like, a, you know, a physical <laughs> or a verbal argument over you, it.
2: You never shot someone in the ass over a hot pocket? <laughs> no. Um, and then the other one was, yes, I was... Uh, our, our band was playing a gig. And earlier in the day, when, and then we had, you know, zero money. So we would go... And buy lunch meat and have it ready. And then after the gig, we have some food to eat. And hey, lunch I, meat. I had never in my time had um, a product called Pickle Loaf before. <laughs> it, looked, uh, it looked appetizing to me because yeah. I, I like, uh, you know, things like olives and pickles. Uh-huh. And it was, hey, it's already right there and in the ham. In a loaf form. Yeah, in yeah. a loaf form in bologna or whatever that stuff is made out of. And we played the gig all night long. I was looking forward <laughs> to having my pickle loaf sandwich. I'm rocking now, but I'm thinking about that pickle loaf. <laughs> and <laughs>
4: Everybody's af- working <laughs> for the pickle, pickle
2: loaf. loaf. And, of course, this was uh, the same night we decided to do shots of Everclear. Oh. And uh, so I go to get my pickle loaf, and Greg, my keyboard player, is standing there with, like, a 3 quarters eaten pickle loaf sandwich oh, in no. his hand. Oh, no. And, and he, I go, where is it? Where's my pickle loaf? And he's like, oh, man, I'm sorry. And he holds the sandwich out to me. This, <laughs> like, to take a bite? Yeah. Here yeah. you go, man. And I just grabbed it and balled it up in my hand and threw it across the room. Yeah. And I didn't get in a fist fight, per se, but I kind of went at him and somebody held me back. And um, Wait, yeah. So it was a tire.
0: Ty- I mean, you were freaking out.
2: Yeah. 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 Oh, I was living. Yeah. And I, I didn't let it go, either. <laughs> it was horrible. Uh, so much so, the band bought me a shirt that said, keep your hands off my goddamn pickle. Oh, <laughs> don't you wish you still had that shirt? I do wish I still oh had that. Oh, my
4: God. So in high school, uh, my sophomore year, it was like a sophomore assembly, and I was eating my lunch. I had sat down, I had my cheesesteak sitting in front of me, and this guy, I'm not going to say his name, but like, it, it was such a dick move. He just picked up my cheesesteak. It was a bully move, if anything, and he took the biggest bite out of it, and I was like... And I was a little guy. I, you know, there was nothing I yeah, could do about not, it. You don't know? do that. No, but I wanted to fight him, but I was like, "Well, I can either a have my sandwich eaten in front of me and have my ass kicked, or just have my sandwich eaten in front of me." So I just was,
0: was that went a bologna sandwich?
1: He doesn't stand for bologna. <laughs> See, no. that's
4: it. It puts you over the top.
0: I had an incident. <laughs> I used to love uh, the chunky. Uh, candy you know the, the chunky bar chunky yeah yeah. yeah it's got raisins in it it's got mm-hmm. raisins in it and, and i like raisins i
3: didn't know you liked those yeah
0: i did as a kid i i, loved them. Oh, so I still love my, them so my 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 <laughs> younger brother you know there was um no i was actually the perpetrator i didn't realize he had he had eyed one of the chunkies uh there was two <sighs> left and i i had my what i guess was i didn't know the order i had had <laughs> mine and then i had his <laughs> it, <laughs> and, and so but we we got into a screaming match and almost got physical. But then he pulled a move. It's my younger brother, Tom. He went and tore my Wolfman mask. Oh. And I'm like, what the hell of hell did you crawl out of me? <laughs> but, but, I mean, now, you know, that it's yeah. actually worse when you're on, I think, like the guy who ate your loaf there, Preston. And you do
4: feel bad, or you should feel bad. Yeah. It wasn't, it wasn't his. his. Yeah. Thank it you. It was not his. Like, yeah. Dude, I just want to know, like, did he get back to the room before you? Like, how was he able to get there, make a sandwich, and eat it? What kind of what kind of devil is he? What kind of yeah. magician?
2: We're getting some good texts, by the way, and phone calls, <laughs> which I'm going to go to in a second here. This one says, when I was 10 years old, I ate my brother's last five pink Starbucks uh starburst oh no so he duct taped me to the front tree for four hours until my mom got home What? that is terrific punishment uh that's a good one we did that to uh one of our interns pancake pancake Pancake. the
3: picture is on the um on our website
2: right now on the president (laughs) and steve uh 25 years anniversary i love it (laughs) Uh, i'm gonna go to james hi james you're on the air good morning good morning
11: sorry body at
2: work no we want to hear it what's up bud
11: I, I was me and my brother about twelve years old. My sister's like three years old. So she's probably fifteen at the time. She had like a, you know, like Edmonds like cheese Danish thing. Yeah, yeah damn good. There's a little bit less so when my you know, my buddy my buddy ate it, and we wind up going outside and we're shooting the basketball. Around, my sister comes out of the house with a a kitchen knife and wings it at him and sticks him and stays right in his arm. In what? His,
0: like, she threw a knife at him and it stuck in his arm. Yeah, for a cheese dish, he got like he had to get like four stitches.
2: <gasps> oh my god. Did she say any immortal words at that time? Yeah, like
11: she, how- yeah, she, she said, Don't you ever touch my food again? <laughs> I mean they're fine now, but at the time I was like we we didn't know what to do. We just stood there. and He's sitting there with his arm, but a knife down. The right right. out of his arm. I mean, what if I? it was
0: her intent to actually do that, I mean, my guess is it was a lucky or unlucky shot, depending on your take. But still, man, a hurl a knife and have it go into the mm-hmm. arm. Antimans mm-hmm. cheese thing. So I, I hear you, man. So I would have finished him off.
2: Oh my God, James! <laughs> James did your Did your sister have any uh, brushes with the law in her life after that? No, 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 not at all. No. She all works right. for <laughs> I wake <laughs> up all the time. like lo- and so you should. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. All right, thank you, James. Yeah, she's uh <laughs> she's the CEO of <laughs> yeah, If you don't want like it,
4: if you want to deny the fact that we are just indeed animals, yeah, uh, like I mean We can like, revert to our animalistic instincts in a flash. And anytime like my dog has a raw hide in its mouth yeah. and you walk up, even just to pet him, he's like, eat it. Yeah. So He's like, I know I love you, but
2: yeah. Back off. touch my food. Uh, I will go to Mike next. Mike, good morning. You guys are yeah! Hi,
4: Mike. Thank you, Mike.
2: What's up, bud?
13: All right. So at the time, I'm 22. My stepbrother's like in his 40s. And after a night of partying, we're sitting in, you know, in the, in the living room. And all of a sudden, we get hungry. And he decides to pull Bill Cosby in the middle of winter and decide to go out and grill two huge T-bone steaks. <laughs> And we had, I mean, it was like you might as well have had his mother make it for us. It was mashed potato. I mean, everything. It was the works. So we're sitting there on the floor, we're eating this food, and we're actually watching open eye surgery or oh my, What? <laughs> his mother, his mother comes down the steps and sees us sitting there with this pl- with these plates and what we're doing, and she wigs out. She's like, I can't believe you guys are eating my Gd steak. <laughs> they were for dinner in a couple nights. Ah, we didn't he stop hearing about this for like almost a week. I'm not even.
0: Did did, did 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 so she start? Did she take a swing a year? Or was she just going completely off the deep end?
13: I think she was so stunned at what she saw. She because she never left the steps. She stayed because it, it was a rancher, but it had like three little like up steps to go yep. up to the hallway to the bedrooms. So I'm sitting on the floor closest to the steps. My stepbrother's sitting about three feet away, and she's at the top of the steps, towering over, screaming <laughs> at us. And I'm like. What the hell? Like there was only two of them. Like what yeah,
0: no, I I can, I could see yeah, right? it. Made, had she had she had all made it clear that that was for the the intent or?
13: Well, no, we didn't know. Like oh. we were just two idiots. <laughs> go out of our minds and we were hungry and he gets the brilliant idea like he would do stuff like this all the time we would we would go at like to Pathmark at three o'clock in the morning and buy muscles and make like three pounds of muscles at like three o'clock in the morning <laughs> it's, it's, it's I'm insane not
9: yeah
13: it, it, it's it's ridiculous the way we used to eat but yeah so we were just doing our normal uh party and we're hungry we don't want to order out we can't order out let's see what's in the fridge and the freezer oh There's man huge T bone steaks we had a full steak dinner man it was awesome and like,
2: that's I what you do you can't look in the fridge and just see this and go oh right. that yeah. looks good i'll make that that's good yeah
13: somebody else bought
2: that you know
13: For anybody out there that parties that hard no worst idea two worst ideas in the world all never right. go grocery shopping and never look in your
9: fridge <laughs> <laughs>
2: all right thanks mike appreciate the call man we'll see you later uh i'll go to, hey sammy viles on hey there. sammy, sammy. Hello, hello. yo bud how you doing man What's going on, guys? Yo, just want to hear. Now, obviously, how many people are in your family? You got, like, nine brothers yeah. or something?
14: Uh, Yeah, nine brothers. Nine oh, brothers. Oh, no, 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 no. No, sorry, nine siblings, five brothers, four or four, five, three sisters. sisters.
2: Four brothers. All right. All right yeah. So in that time, there's had to have been food fights. Yeah. Okay. Do tell.
14: So when I was, like, uh, 10, I ordered buffalo wings from a uh, Paul Revere pizza in Lansdowne. Mm-hmm. Um but I'm sitting there ready to, ready to eat them, and my brother Paul comes in and goes, yo, let me get one. I'm like, Dad, nah, dude, there's only 10. Just says, give me one. I'm like, no. <laughs> so he takes his finger, sticks it, sticks it through the styrofoam container, scoops up some of the buffalo st- sauce, and starts rubbing it in my, eye. oh,
1: in, in my eyes. Oh, my God.
14: Yeah, dude, jell man is not the saint you all think he is.
2: <laughs> oh, wow. All right, so our Jell-O shot guys who he's referring to, oh, my God. How old were you at this time?
14: I was like ten. We were we were little s uh, words back then. Yeah. yeah.
2: And so what what happened? Did you just did you just run immediately and try to wash it out?
14: Oh yeah, dude. I like I I got there just in time for it not to get sink into my eyes, but like it, it freaked me the f out. Like, you know? Yeah,
2: I'm sure yeah. <laughs> that would be very torturous to have that crap rubbed in your eyes. And that was a dick move yeah. on his part. It's a, a complete dick move. Oh,
0: yeah. I, do, yeah. do you? I mean, let, let me okay, ask sorry. you guys. So, so like, and I, and I do this, and maybe it's something that you do, Sammy, as well. I'll go out to, when I go out to a restaurant and somebody <laughs> says, I'll just have some of yours. Or, or, you know, I, no, no. I'll, I'll order you a complete. Okay. Uh, yes. No, I, this is my, that's Casey, where that really mm. primitive thing. No, yeah. I will gladly provide some for you, but this is my
14: pile yeah. of oh, yeah. fries. My, my- My my wife does that all the time. I got to order an extra thing just so she can
8: have it. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Yeah. Hey, Sammy. While we have you on the phone, uh, give your gig a plug for Friday night.
14: Okay. Um, playing 118 North in Wayne. Um, uh, I think the show starts around eight o'clock. We are our friends' band. uh, High Kick is open. My band is called Vile Bread. It's uh, V-I-L-E-B-R-E-D. date.
8: Yeah, one eighteen North is a great venue. It's a, a small music yeah. venue, and uh, you know, so get out and support local music and sm- support local venues like this. Uh, it's Friday night um, this Friday in Wayne.
2: Yeah. Yep. Thanks All right, a lot. Sammy. Have a good one. Have a good gig. We'll talk to you. Thanks for calling in, man. We appreciate it. Uh, I will go next to Mike. Hi, um, Mike. Hey, Mike. Good morning.
15: You who? Uh, yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What's up, Mike?
15: well i'm a I'm a union iron worker, and uh we used to put our um lunch boxes in the work trailer while we were at work, you know, like on a building or something, and we had an overweight foreman oh, no. and he would and yeah, and he would take little bits and pieces out of everybody's lunch boxes and uh and like not say anything. Oh. So I come creeping in like a couple minutes early before lunch. And he's got his hand in my lunch box, and he's eating my lunch. And uh, we ended up getting into a physical confrontation, man. You just don't do that. No. no. Yes. No, you don't. That's no. You, you do not steal another man's food. Yeah. Like when you're hard working like that, you, no. So I told him, I said, "You got to put him up, man. You got to duke up for this." No. <laughs> uh, duke up. <laughs>
0: <laughs> hey let me ask you do you remember what your lunch was for that day what he was tearing I, into
15: I, I, I absolutely remember because <laughs> i had a um i had uh, it was smoked um, turkey with salami on a long roll and i used to have uh, i used to <laughs> put pickles in a uh in a ziploc bag right. i mean yeah you, i remember you... i remember it like it was yesterday and this happened like fifteen years ago and I swear to god i i was incensed i lost my yeah. mind I, I like i i literally beat my foreman off
2: mike. <laughs> mike was was he stealing the sandwich or the pickles
15: both man
2: no, Dude,
15: no i mean yay yeah, you did you, like, did you get fired for fighting your foreman no, I got laid off. I got laid off. I, you can't get fired in. They just send you, you take right. this thing somewhere else. Did you Did you tell them the sandwich that he was eating? I think I they would have. Uh, yeah, I told him. I was like, "Yo, you stealing my lunch?" And, and the like, pickles. Oh. Yeah. And 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 they were like, well, all right, well, you'll just report some results on Monday, oh, and, and he
4: gets all, he gets off scot free for for th- stealing. I mean, stealing. He broke the law.
15: He no, it, there's there's a there's a rule. There's an unwritten rule if it doesn't belong to you that's not don't unwritten it, don't touch it and don't eat it mike that's not unwritten I don't it think is it's a, it illegal is illegal law. to eat someone
3: else's lunch it's illegal Happy, to steal
0: stealing, stealing.
3: No, it's, it's not it's yes it is no, it's it is it's you're
4: steal- taking somebody else's yeah. property that is no. stealing i, I think if, steal- i think if you pushed it so, hard enough and, 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 supreme and, court yeah <laughs> And, if I went down, down to and Pagano's and just grabbed something off of the shelf and just started that's eating a it the
7: store,
15: and he had the gall to call the cops on me, oh and, yeah, and I got <sighs> escorted off the uh the job site.
2: By the way, we I need wasn't... a we need a lawyer to call in to tell us if someone lawyer takes some p- some of your food. Yeah, yeah I mean, am I, was stealing. I wrong? I don't no, think No, no, wrong. We wrong. no, you yeah. weren't
3: wrong. I just that guy don't... deserved
2: to get his ass kicked, Mike. Yeah,
3: I just don't think see. that a police officer is going to come and arrest somebody or I issue a citation an... for no, eating he, someone else's There well. is an
0: entire lunch division that responds to this stuff. <laughs> well, you
15: know what he told me was he escorted me off the, 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 um, the job site, and he was like, I would have done the same thing.
11: <laughs>
9: <laughs> I mean,
0: that's a hell
15: of a sandwich you had with you.
2: It's mine. That's what. <laughs> yeah. All right. Thank you, Mike. South turkey. Right, Appreciate it, you, man. Well, On a they long just, roll. They just send you somewhere else. <laughs>
3: somewhere else. You're going to eat my. I that guy.
0: I don't work for you, but I got to ask you a question. uh You're going to eat my lunch? Yeah. yeah.
4: yeah. I mean, we're, we, you had this written down as a topic before, and I know we're not going to get into it, uh, but so I'll just add it here. I had lollipops stolen. I had a, I had a, yes. I had a whole a container. Can we
3: figure out who it was?
4: I have no idea who took it. But not only did they take all of my lollipops, but I had a container, and the container was tossed. It was uh, here. I'm uh, sorry, it, I missed- it, it, yeah, it's right, right over here, right in front of my my phone. I had a. Did you ever ask Jackie? He said it wasn't him. He said
2: it wasn't. him. He yeah. said All it wasn't right. him. But like yeah. it
4: was, a, it was an old container of uh, those pretzel nuggets that have peanut butter in the pretzel, yep. mm. and that was when that was empty. I put Tootsie Pops in there.
3: And you oh, no, saw no blow pops. You saw the blow pops, um, the, like the number going down, right going as down. you would come in. Mm-hmm. So somebody was eating them, and then they just took the rest of them.
4: And then I guess I, there might have been like two or three left, and then it just completely disappeared. It was gone.
3: I was it Kyle?
4: Probably. <laughs> Probably, I don't think Kyle would do
0: that.
8: He's not a blow-pop guy. No, he's not. I don't think so. Mm. I texted a lawyer, by the way, to uh, <laughs> okay. see if we can get to the bottom of this. Okay. Uh, and I, I'm up, I'm hoping he's going to call in. You're
2: waiting for a response? Okay. Yeah. Uh, let me get, uh, in the meantime, we're going to get another call here. I'm going to go to um, Tom. Hey, Tom, good morning.
10: Good morning, it. Hey, good, good morning. morning.
2: And good morning to see you. What's up, bud? Uh,
10: so... You know, I was uh, in retail management uh, right around 2020 when the uh, the pandemic lockdown started. Um, and I walk into my local ACME to grab my breakfast burrito, and this is when like all foods are going, you know, foods going quickly. And I, I'm just grabbing my burrito, and there's two grown men having it, at, uh, having at it at a uh, for the last box of bagel bites.
2: Oh, they were fighting over uh, bagel bites wow. in the grocery store. <laughs> yes.
10: yes. Now you can
0: understand. At that point, everyone thinks the world is completely ending, and you don't know if you're
2: going to have to hoard bagel bites. Yeah, this might be the last this bagel bite be the last you bagel
11: ever have. <laughs> have.
2: Um, so were they were they in fit, was it push push and shove or fist fight?
10: It, it reminded me of the uh, the scene in uh, Jingle All the Way where they're fighting over the last Turbo Man. <laughs> Turbo Man, yeah. <laughs> wow, Turbo Man. <laughs> yeah, it might as well have been Turbo Man.
2: Oh my God, that's crazy! And man. did you just? Get out of there, or wait to see what happened?
10: Well, I had to get to my job. I didn't have time for that. I got Not my yet. burrito and coffee, and
2: I did. I Stand got right. my burrito. Yeah, uh-huh. I'm good to go. I'm happy. All right, Tom. Thank you. <laughs> Appreciate it. All right, hang on. We have a uh, we have a criminal lawyer. <laughs> it's our friend Nick from uh, Team Foster. <laughs> oh, hey, Nick. How you doing? I am doing well, guys. How are you? <laughs> Wonderful. Okay, Nick. <laughs> we need a we need a call here. Casey uh, asserts that if someone. Is stealing food from you. And by this, we mean like lunch, you know, not coming into your house and, and stealing food that way. But lunch somebody. Lunch
3: in a refrigerator at the workplace. Yeah,
2: somebody lunch in a refrigerator workplace or maybe just takes food from you as you're actually From their lunch pail. Yeah. What, is that a crime? <laughs>
16: um, well, I think it's a little bit of a loaded question because you said it was stealing. But uh, I think the general answer is if I were on the prosecution side. I would certainly say yes. Yeah. Because uh, you're taking something that is not yours. You're taking somebody else's property. I agree. Um, Thank you.
3: But who is going to press charges? No, that, well, no, it doesn't, doesn't mean it's
0: not. It, it, it is. Mean, there's it's, no, it's, no it's,
3: police officer that's going to come arrest d- you because you eat someone else's it. lunch.
0: So if a police officer doesn't show up, it, it doesn't make it to a, a crime, someone's a home invasion. It doesn't mean it's not a crime right,
3: but, who, but, but there's someone to press charges. Who's pressing charges? It, doesn't, no, it no, no,
0: that, no, no, no. their
16: food stolen can press charges.
3: Is that right, Nick?
16: Uh, well, so in Pennsylvania, the person who's the victim of a crime reports it, and it's actually the state of Pennsylvania. The Commonwealth right. Of Pennsylvania okay. That. The
3: Commonwealth is gotcha. not going to press charges. I
0: wouldn't be so sure.
16: That is... Well, the- in, in Pennsylvania, theft is based on the value of the food. So if, like, you're Casey, right? I know you bring in $100 lunches. <laughs> time. Yeah, I know, and, I know. Uh, <laughs> and what Nick is eating with his, you know, his Hot Pocket. Right.
2: <laughs> yeah, I slum it. All right. I was in an event uh, recently with uh, Montgomery District Town uh, Attorney Steele. Yes. Uh, if somebody can get him on the line, we'll, we'll get We'll take it to the next number. level. You have the district attorney's yeah. number? Call him and see if if, if <laughs> he's <if> he <laughs> coming in. If can't, he can't. He's on a bagel bite case If today. he would weigh in on well, this. Well, Nick
4: was a DA. Were you not the DA in Philly? I was.
2: Yeah, I was a prosecutor. Oh, there you go.
4: There
3: you go. He
2: knows what he's talking okay. about. So if do so someone
3: I have to text Kevin over this dumb topic.
2: <laughs> if someone came to you and and and, and was, was it, I, does it matter, it, does it, depend on how much noise this person is making about being uh, a victim of of a crime
16: so in philadelphia you, if, if it was a typical lunch that would be a summary offense which is a low-level offense it doesn't even get a uh usually get a, an assigned prosecutor it's basically a, a glorified citation yeah um and then if the da were to decline the prosecute charges you can actually file a private criminal complaint <laughs> so you can go down to the da's office and be like hey listen i want to pursue this okay personally um I think the reality is, especially in the same age in, in some place like Philadelphia with so much crime, yeah. uh,
0: it's— This wouldn't shoot to the top happen. of the list. It's it's not not the uh, uh, well, I'll tell you this. And, then, Nick, so it basically comes down to this. It's the like if a tree f- falls in the forest, uh, it, it's, it still has fallen. Yeah. It, this is still technically a theft, which is a crime. Whether it or not people choose to pr- prosecute it or not
4: doesn't mean it's not wrong and a crime, correct?
16: I, I 100% agree with you. Seriously. Now,
4: here's I'm another just, question. Yeah. With this guy that called in, that wasn't the first time it had happened. This dude was a recidivist, and, and he would prey upon uh, several... Other lunch pails. Other lunch pails. And so this last one where he took the sandwich and the pickles, that led to the fisticuffs and stuff like that. So if this was a repeated offense over and over and over and over and over again, and you had documented...
0: You could show a history.
4: You can show a history of this, then can you... Kill that person? Yeah, are, are you within your rights to murder this person in front of his family? I,
16: I haven't checked lately. I don't think the death penalty is all awesome. Okay, all right. <laughs> you could aggregate the total loss, right? You could take all these days. You can prove where he took it. Yeah. You can aggregate all that amount to make it a more serious crime. So it's probably it's unlikely to get to a felony level because it would have to get to thousands of dollars. But you could certainly get it into a a more
2: serious court. All right. So like this guy that shot the other guy for eating the last Hot Pocket, if he was indeed super hungry, could there be an insanity defense over the fact that uh, the hunger itself made him unreasonable?
16: So insanity would be tough under the circumstances, but you could probably get down from first degree murder to like third degree murder, or maybe even involuntary manslaughter. Okay, crime um, of passion, heat of passion. Yeah, or you know, an imperfect self defense.
0: So okay. like, hangry
2: could be hanggirder, Hangerder. <laughs> all right, I'm hearing it. So yeah. a creative
16: I... defense attorney can make a lot of room, make a lot of hay with all these things
2: for sure. So, so by the letter, though, stealing someone's food, it's it's criminal offense.
16: Uh. Yes. Yes. Dealing someone sued without the
2: permission. Yeah. Unless right. it was a- there you go. It's, it's a- there you go. Now, now to
0: it, it, so whether you choose to pursue that or not, that's the issue.
2: Yeah, well, mean, that's I, the issue know, that Kathy has. Casey right? was yeah. saying that it's definitely. Well, illegal. Kathy's a defense. Lawyer. Yeah.
4: And so, Nick, you're saying that like I probably can't get the cops in here to investigate my missing lollipop. <laughs> no.
0: No. That's no. And I think Nick, at this point, you would say that's more a that's
2: more a, a federal thing, right? <laughs>
16: Oh, 100%. Yeah, yeah federal time. Yeah.
2: You know, you're looking at 20, 30 years. Well, uh, we, 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 we assume the person lived in New Jersey, so they took them across state. Life. Right. So oh, therefore, it's going to become a federal offense. So, yeah. Yes, <laughs> Interesting. Uh, Nick, thank you for your expertise. We appreciate it. <laughs> Always happy to do it. Thank All you. right. We'll see you later. All right. Would Homeland Security get involved with us? Uh, lollipops? If you were at the airport, maybe. Uh, <laughs> I'm not really sure. All right. Anyway, uh, Case, do we need to take a break? I know we have our guest uh, coming up at 9, right? And it's almost 9, so we better do that now. Well, thank you. But, um, yeah, don't take other people's food. It ain't cool. It's it's not cool. And some people may have had a really, really, really bad day, and they're not having it. Um, We are going to take a break. When we come back, we are going to have Nate Berkus uh, to join us. And he's going to tell us all about creating a stylish, multifunctional outdoor living space for you this summer. We'll be back in a second. Hang in Hang on. Who's playing where?
1: When? Answer your Philly concert inquiries at WMMR.com. All the shows that rock, all in one place. Just click on our always up to date concert calendar at WMMR.com. Preston and Steve. Their name is their address. Uh, on on the web, PrestonandSteve.com.
7: Football's back, and this Eagle season, there are huge prizes to be won at Acme.
2: free diamonds. Stephen Singer is giving away free diamonds. You don't want to miss this. Everyone who purchases an engagement ring will receive a free one-carat lab-grown diamond. You must be thinking Stephen only sells real natural earth diamonds. Well, you're right. But Stephen will never sell a lab-grown diamond, but he will give them away. Nothing says I love you less than a lab-grown diamond. Don't be fooled by real natural earth diamonds from a real jeweler that you can trust. Stephen Singer Jewelers, online at IHateStevenSinger.com or in a showroom at the other corner of 8th and Walnut in Philly while supplies last. That's IHateStevenSinger.com
1: now back with more of the Preston and Steve show podcast getting right back
2: into things right now we're not messing around no man actually we have a guest that we need to speak to because uh my fault I didn't realize that uh we were running as long on time as we were who knew he was this popular So we only have a, a couple of minutes to chat with him because he's uh doing a, a media tour this morning but um uh, he's a designer and actually I have a close connection because I've been to Great Wolf Lodge a gazillion <laughs> times it's one of my favorite places that that my family and I have gone throughout uh, throughout the years, and uh, he designed uh, the Woodland Villas they have there. Please welcome designer Nate Burkas hey. to the show this morning. Hey guys,
5: how you doing? How Nate, are you? nice to see you. Great, thanks. Thank you for having me.
2: No problem, and I love Great Wolf Lodge, man. <laughs> Thank you for doing what you did.
5: Oh, you know what? It's going to be really cool. So I redesigned all the outdoor spaces um, at the Woodland Villas. There's 30 new villas opening this fall. So you guys have to come back, yes. to Great Wolf Lodge, and see it for it's sure. Completely revolutionized. There's been like a huge
0: push now on. I see the commercials and so on and so forth. Preston's been raving about it for years. Kathy, you're a fan.
5: Oh yeah, love it there. <laughs> well, it's undergone a massive renovation. Um, it'll be open this fall. Bookings are available now. But you know, I partnered with Great Wolf Lodge to design the the woodland villa outdoor spaces as well as the new pool cabanas. But the entire resort has been completely redone top to bottom and um, you know it's all about strengthening the pack making memories um, and the challenge was how do we create a really elegant beautiful elevated environment that the parents will love so that when you get back to your woodland villa after a day in the park you guys can really you know make memories that'll last forever and it's all about those little moments of rest and respite in between. Hmm. Um, so it was a really big challenge for us, and we're really proud. There's even a dining room table that you can gather for meals or play ping pong with custom <laughs> ping pong paddles. Dude, it's pretty cool, Look dude. Look how yeah. cool that is, you guys. We I know that. Preston, know the other one.
0: Ah, there you go. There you go. Cool. Yeah, Preston always said though that, that one of the great attractions is is the rustic bar. That, uh, that you're able to access. But, right. Yeah.
5: Without well, they, that be- sounds weird, Preston. That doesn't sound like you at all. <laughs> Not at all, right? <laughs> to have there. a cocktail while I'm hanging with my children.
3: <laughs> yeah. Nate, how did this come about? Do you have a connection to the Poconos?
5: You know, I actually do have a connection to the Poconos. My grandparents met at summer camp in the Pocono Mountains. Um, and so my family, my mother's side of the family is all from that area. Um, but they approached me as a designer because I'm also a dad. And I I can tell you as a dad of a five-year-old and an eight-year-old what makes a great family vacation (laughs) and what makes a family vacation that you never want to talk about again. And when you get the credit card bill, you just want to shred it and pretend like it never happened.
0: And so you, you know that. I want to ask you, because you talk about you designing spaces and designing, obviously, the feel and, and, and making a, a resort that's going to be restful and yet engaging and so on and so forth. What's the, what's the number one mistake someone makes when they start to set up an outdoor living area?
5: I'll tell you guys that and then, unfortunately, I have to run. Yeah. Like, I don't know why people lose their minds with color and pattern and fabric outside when they don't want that inside. If you don't have orange inside in your living room, then you're not going to want it on your patio. <laughs> That's a good point. That's a good That's point. That's the truth. yes yeah. Thank you so much for having me. Uh, man, guys, man. All right, yeah, Nate Berkus. Thank you very Woo! much, sir. No, we appreciate it. By the way, the
2: the villas. I was just reading about these. Um, They're 1,500 square foot. They can accommodate ten people. Three bedrooms, two bathrooms, and a living area. Queen size pull out sectional, and then you get the kitchenette. And and like you said, the the table with the pink, but the the de- dining room table is a paintball table.
0: So, so you've been oh, talking boy. about this for years. That's the only, uh, you know, that's the only way that I knew about it was from you espousing the, the benefits of it. And now you see the commercials, right? Like, yep. we are crazy. So yeah. I guess they're on a, on a big swing up. Yeah. Like hitting the big time.
2: We've, we had a lot of really cool times at Great Wolf. Well, we went there, I don't know, eight or nine times. Do you
0: age like out that? eventually?
2: Does it, is, in other words, can I mean, you- listen. It it is definitely marketed to children, yeah, with, yeah. without question. But there's loads of stuff for adults to do. But I don't see. You know, adults going there without kids, right? Um, uh, definitely not. But I mean, they're yeah. The, the bars and stuff are, are you know situated to perfectly for where you can keep an eye on your kids. and <laughs> hey, still have your cocktails.
0: Hey guys, you having a good time?
2: The food's really good. <laughs> yeah. The uh, the activities that they have outside of the water park with the the wands, this magic game that they have and stuff is just a blast, man. But yeah, where
0: where is it? The where it. exactly?
2: Uh, Scott Run, I think, is the area. No, no. Is, is where it's Forget called. Forget the town. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's Scott it? Run. If I, yeah, and it's uh. Yeah, it's you know, a couple hour drive. Yeah. And uh but you're then you just totally Drink. you're right. Yeah. And, and that was the first place I had ever been to where the wristband uh, did everything for you. Oh, oh, oh the wristband was your was your key. It was your get credit into the card. water part. It was your credit <laughs> card. It was absolutely everything through your wristband. What kind of wristband is it? Is awesome. it like a like a fix, like a, a rubber, like a like an actual It's like a plastic one, you know, with the yeah. notches in it that they tighten up and, and it put it on. It has like there. a chip in it. Yeah. Uh. And inside it's got a little microchip <sighs> and you use that as as everything. You know so what... you don't have to worry about dragging stuff around with you.
3: You know what though? I recently went to Kalahari, which is um similar to Great Wolf Lodge and they do the thing with the wristbands and um I had you, I mean you can walk around you can get whatever you want you get your coffee you get food like Preston said you get into mm-hmm. the water park and all you do is scan it well uh somebody was scanning and it was not me and I had uh like a yeah decent charge on it took like it, it took a while it took about 3 or 4 years. That's weeks the problem with a lot of for, these things. Well and they had to go cuz you have to sign every time at Lisa Kalahari you have to sign and so they had to go they had to find the written you know the receipt that was signed to see if it was my signature or not mm. they saw that it this wasn't
0: this bill says I've been drinking a lot of wine it's accurate
3: <laughs> no but and they took it they did take it off for me but I mean I, that you know and it was the overlap of when that person checked out and when I checked in
0: you know what? Right. I was at a place and this is just a to, to you know uh jump onto this those you know the, your your car your 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 key card whatever to get into your room a lot of people a lot of uh, businesses get creative with it so I'm at this uh, place we went to uh, go to a wedding for a family member it's a lovely wedding lovely wedding. But the, um, I won't name the business, but they had the room cards that you would take, you know, that you hold up to the little reader and you get into your room. Yeah. Um, so I put it in my pocket with my credit cards and everything else. Yeah. And I go back that night to get in the, the room and the, the card's not working. I go, okay. I go out, go down to the to the uh, front desk. I get a new card. I go up and, you know, and then I go out again. I'm going to go get some water or whatever. I go back. And the card doesn't work again, and then finally I, I I go what what what's this what's the story with this? She says oh did did you put that in in a pocket with oh your yeah, a credit, credit card, card or cards? your oh, cell yeah. phone yeah? And I'm like well I'd suggest you you improve this system because yeah. just about everyone is going to put it in a pocket near credit cards or a cell phone. Huh. You know it, it was absurd. So like and I actually had to remember to isolate it somewhere you know yeah and not have it.
3: I mean, is, you sure you've had that happen as well? It's pretty standard. They tell you that. And it, and a lot of them will stop working if you put it I next mean, to your cell instantly, phone. Instantly, yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. I think uh, people yeah. walking around with cell phones and credit cards. Yeah. Coming back from the war. <laughs> trying to get in your hotel room. People spitting on yeah. you. J.O., you don't see
2: this hotel. By the way, we have a, a caller who has a story about Great Wolf Lodge, and he's a birthday boy. Oh. Yeah. Mr. Peanut. Hey. Mike is online. Hey, Mr. Peanut.
17: Thank you guys so much for that celebrity shout-out. Oh,
2: our, <laughs> our pleasure. Our pleasure, my man. All right. Now, what was your great Whip Lodge uh, story that you wanted to tell?
17: I would take my kids uh, every year up there when they were young. And one of the first years that we were up there, my son, Brendan, discovered that if you step on the water, there was like little water chutes that would come up on this bridge. Yep. Yeah, And if you step on all of them, and then shoot the gun at the same time, you have double the water pressure. <laughs> so I was we were one of those idiots that, you know, when people would walk into the doors, they'd have clothes on, and you'd have enough time to walk. You could shoot it up in the air, and you'd have enough time to walk away and act like nothing happened. All right,
2: so it would shoot, and, and it would take it, a, you know, a second and a half or whatever to get there, and in that time, you could duck away from the Yeah. <laughs> and they'd never know you did it. We
17: loved it. We loved it so much. We spent from nine in the morning till nine at night. They
16: had to pull us out of there. Oh my God!
2: <laughs> Just shooting people with water. Yep. I love it. Yeah, I love it. You're that's devious. A great idea. All right, yeah. peanut. Best, best ha- happy birthday, bud. We'll
0: see you later. <laughs> you guys All right. Rock. See ya. Thanks, man. Oh, that's too. Funny. I love when you, this story about when you went over to him after you'd been run over by hit the peanut. And, yeah, and. and uh <laughs> And you, you gave him just a sort of perfunctory
2: sort of test. Right? How many fingers am yeah. I holding up? He's okay. Three. He's all right, everybody. <laughs> Blood coming out of his mouth uh-huh. when I said that. Uh, hang on. Before we get into something else, we skipped traffic. Oh. So we need to do that as we have an obligation to it. And I think this is, uh, is this our final look at nope, traffic? one more. We got one more after this. So, <laughs> Kathy, you can make this one okay, but the last one's got to be great. Oh, right. Okay, right? thanks. What's going on? The
3: Blue Road Southbound James, the Mid-County Toll to Ridge, Pike, Broomall over to Media, and then on the northbound side from 95 to the Media Bypass. Pennsylvania Turnpike westbound, heavy Willow Grove to Fort Washington. 95 southbound, slowing from Cotman through to Bridge, and then on the northbound side from the Betsy Ross, Bridge to Cotman. Skokal eastbound, heavy the Boulevard, into the Vine westbound side. Uh, at 202, we still have that off ramp, partially blocked with a disabled vehicle, now off to the right shoulder. Route 73 northbound at Franklin Avenue in Berlin, uh, Camden County. We've got an accident. Two left lanes are blocked on 73. 42 Freeway Northbound. Still heavy 41 to 295. 55 Northbound. Jam Stepford to 42. This traffic report brought to you by Acme. Springtime is better at Acme. Whether you're tailgating or grabbing snacks for school lunches, Acme has everything you need. Acme, fresh foods, local flavors. And that's your traffic on 93.3 WMMR. All
2: right, thanks, Kath. Um, I have a few city beat stories
3: if you guys are interested. In case he has some new
2: city beat music uh, for us today. Play along with us. We have the Scooby-Doo Wow thing here. Scooby-Doo Wow, definitely. What's the new music, though. I'm very excited. It's like this. In the city. All right, it's a little bit more, <laughs> bit more funky. I like that. One more time, Case. Reset that so it goes. In the city. Yeah. All right. So, give me uh, some skid. USA Today, uh, a USA Today publication in which readers vote on certain topics chosen by a panel of experts have crowned Philadelphia as the number one best city in the United States to walk in. Really? Oh, yeah, Allowing it, uh, for it to come in ahead of locations like uh, New York, which was 7th overall, and Chicago, which was ninth, And those are both great walking cities, for sure. Yeah. Well, give me the uh, judging parameters here. Uh, do you know tell. Let me look. Proximity up. to cheesesteaks? No. And you know what? I don't think it indicates exactly what they chose as the mix just, for j- this, Steve. Just a
0: general feel. Maybe- I would say it probably has to do with... Um, a variety of things you will encounter. You, you talked about the nature of the people being pleasant
2: and also maybe crime figures in there as well. And proximity uh, yeah. to to the places uh, to right. visit as well. When you get to a, a town like Chicago, which is much bigger than Philadelphia. Chicago? It's, it's Chicago. It's hard to get uh, to Chicago. some of the areas. Chicago. But you can hit a lot of Philadelphia in, you know, not a whole lot of time. Uh, so according to the article, it says Philadelphia is beloved... For its cultural and historical attractions, and its walkability is appreciated by residents and visitors. The most walkable parts of the city include uh, Rittenhouse Square. Yeah, absolutely. Washington Square uh, West. Filter Square, which I'm not. Fittler Square. Oh, Fittler. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's it. it says filter here. Does oh, it really? F I L T E R.
8: How can <laughs> we trust this I, at all? Bunch so, of liars. So where's
2: Fitler Square?
8: It's closer to the river, like 22nd and uh, Sansom area. Is it near the Fitler oh. Club? It's not too far from the Fitler Club. Yeah, same name, same derivation. Okay.
2: And uh, it also says Center City East are okay. some of the popular uh, walking areas. What
4: cities have you been in besides Philadelphia that you would say are comparable
8: I, as far Boston.
2: as walking,
4: I, I was thinking the same thing. Yeah, yeah. The I freedom mean, Trail,
8: and it's hard to say this without sounding pretentious. So I don't mean to sound pretentious when I say this, uh, but Paris in France is a great oh, walking city. You're right. And, I've been and there. There's a lot to see and do, and you can cover a lot of ground and a lot of museums and historical things. And so I've never been to Rome. I've heard Rome's a great rock, walking city as well. But but you've Oklahoma. Uh, I have. But yeah. Paris is my favorite walking city uh, yeah. that I've ever visited.
0: Rome is supposed to be very similar in the uh, in that in that nature. But yeah. Uh, I guess that's it, Nick. The um, for miles clocked, the amount of different things you can encounter that are yeah. interesting and fun and yeah. delightful.
8: But I was talking
4: words. about like for in the in this country.
8: Yeah. You know what's uh, a terrible walking city is Los Angeles. Like, it's so oh, spread oh, it's, out. It's yeah. not, no way you know, meant for walking. There's, out. like, a few different neighborhoods where you, you kind of can, but you, otherwise you're taking a car. Oh, oh.
0: You, when we were there, Preston. We were walking, and people kept coming up to saying, what What do you call that? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's called
4: walking. When I had to walk from the car to the ocean when we drove across <laughs> the country, <laughs> yes.
8: that walk sucked ass, yes. dude. It yeah. was horrible. Yeah, because you got to cross, like, the PCH, and,
2: yeah, yeah. it's just terrible. No, uh, and and at, I've also, as I've said before, um, yeah, the uh, uh, the just uh, courtesy that I've experienced. Yes, walking in Philadelphia, mm-hmm. believe it or not. Now you're a major celebrity. It gets a rep as a as a hard city, which it can be. But yeah. I, I've always found to be walking around the city pretty pleasant. Yeah. The people yeah. are great.
4: What about yeah. walking in Memphis?
2: Well, I was walking with your feet <laughs> ten feet off of Beale.
8: <laughs> There's yeah. one street, and it's Beale Street in That's Memphis. It. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, have you ever been? No. Yes. Yeah, the the Peacock Hotel is worth visiting, and Beale Street is worth visiting, and then the rest of Memphis can suck it. Yeah,
2: <laughs> uh, Philadelphia. Visit Philadelphia highlights the city's friendliness to those who prefer to use their two feet rather than take transportation, uh, touting walking tours as an excellent way to uncover interesting facts about Philadelphia. That's another thing too. All the historical signposts uh, that are up. If you are indeed interested in looking around. You can stop and read those and get some great information.
0: So hiking around, you know, the area where I'm currently living in the Mount Airy area, around Germantown and, and uh, Chestnut Hill. And it's, there's a lot of signs up. And it's kind of wild, a place that I walk by fairly frequently when I'm out walking. There are um, musket, hole, musket ball holes in the wall hmm. <laughs> that obviously date back forever to the yeah. Revolutionary War. It's amazing to see that.
2: Uh, and you know what else is pretty awesome? Uh, I did this once uh, several years ago. It's just something to do was uh, Rochelle and I and our friends at Chapman's uh, took a Segway tour. And you, you loved it. That? It was awesome. You did that here, right? Yeah, I did it here. Yeah, I did it too, yeah. And it was a blast, man. It was man. fun, yeah. Uh, I mean, just number one, riding on those things is fun. Yeah. But number two, um, maybe taking a, a, a tour and finding out some of the historical and, and, and not just you know, back to Ben Franklin. I mean, there there you know things that are pointed out in the 1960s and and so on that you may not know about the city that are really cool.
8: One thing I did with you guys and I'd never done before, uh, and we haven't done in a long time, was the the ghost tour and, and visiting some of the it's old great. parts of old city and stuff. And I, it's you know, it's it's fun and silly and a little campy with with the ghost stuff, but you do learn a lot
2: about the city in the process. Claire just did it, yeah, with the with the people visiting from out of state, and uh, and they loved it. Yeah, uh, hang on, Dave wants to mention something here. Uh, hey, Dave, Dave. <laughs> What's up, bud?
18: Good morning, guys. How are you?
2: Good. How are you?
18: We're doing fantastic. Um, I, you know, you guys are talking about how great a city is uh, for walking. And we just had a, a veteran suicide prevention hike two weeks ago mm. um, through our, our organization, Reverend Warriors. And I'm I'm out in Bucks, but I was one of the organizers. People flock to this hike every year because of the route we take. And it's, it's everything from, like, we start down... By 30th Street Station, we're going by the Art Museum, Love Park, City Hall, Independence Hall. Hey, And we have a lot of Marines, so we go down to the Ton Tavern location. Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah.
2: Hey, awesome. Dave, ir- ir- Irreverent Warriors, are you guys the ones that wear the really tight shorts?
18: They, we do. We wear the silkies <laughs> every yeah. year.
0: They're out of the camp out.
18: Yeah. yeah. I love it. Yep. Yeah, we're out of camp and I uh, actually just got back this week and I was out in Salt Lake City for the hike out there.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, that's awesome. That's fantastic. So we, we
18: get people from all around the country every year and Philadelphia is probably one of the top 3 hikes that's attended and I mean seriously, we had when I was in Salt Lake, I found out there were guys out there that came out to Philadelphia this year.
2: All right. And Love and, it. and a lot of it besides the cause is the is the location.
18: It's the location, and I'm not going to lie. Like we said, we were going to have about 150 cheesesteaks this year. <laughs> so, yeah, people do flock for that. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, they want to know they're going to have good food. But, you know, that's really the thing is, like, they love running up the art museum steps.
17: Yeah, like, absolutely.
18: That's, that's a big part of it. And the Rocky statue. And, you know, again, like the history of Philadelphia just makes it one of the best walkable cities in the country. No, it's Boston. similar.
0: It's one of the reasons that we also mentioned Boston. It has that a similar vibe. And as uh, Dave said, Absolutely. the people
2: flock. Yeah! yeah. All right. They haven't done that yeah, in a little they
18: while. They definitely do. And you know what? Um, I mean, you know, I'm not advertising IW today, but I'm sure you guys have seen our hike and what we, obviously what we wear. We're not, we're not shy about being who we are, but that makes it even more interesting because people that are in the city see us walking around and they're like, who are these crazy guys? <laughs> and they it. all get involved with it. We've crashed weddings, <laughs> um, you know, proposals, like... Honest to God, people see us and they're like, oh, you're all coming here. Where are you from? And we're like, oh, Philly, California, New York. And and even the people in the city respond really well to it.
2: That's great. It's great uh, to hear that.
18: It makes for a great experience.
0: Cool. All right,
2: Dave, keep up the great work. Thanks, man. Thanks, guys. All right, we'll see you. Um, also, it says walkability, according to um, Visit Philadelphia. Walkability is a huge draw for conventions, concerts, sporting events, And other large-scale happenings because you can get from place to place pretty easily. Um, You know, the Super Bowl parade, the victory after that, that whole
0: experience down there, perfect area on the parkway, you know, and and that's when you, in one of those times where you appreciate the city and what we have that much more, Mm -hmm. you know, it was just, it's just a magical Memory, and I have a tremendous amount of memories of just walking around the city, and a good vibe after we do sometimes the St. Patrick's Day uh, broadcast or whatever, being out there and walking around. It was phenomenal.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh, let me go to a couple more quick calls here. I have uh, Tony. Tony, good morning.
17: Good morning. Ed.
2: Hey, good morning, and good morning to see you. What's up, Tony? Uh,
19: born and raised in South Philly, uh, and this city is eminently walkable. I mean, I used to walk to work uh, back in the day from South Philly to Old City old city is just fantastic. There's so much greenery history. It's not like, you know, steel and glass, right? It's, it's just a fantastic, you know, uh, you know, just it, it's just an amazing hey. city to, to walk in. Tony, um,
2: and, uh, uh, real yeah. quick question. How long would it take you to, to make that walk from South Philly to old city?
19: Um, I lived around where like Pat's and Gino's at the time. Yeah. And so it would take me about, about an, not quite a half an hour. I would walk down Paschank Avenue, and it would take me right to South Street and then to 2nd and Chestnut, where I worked.
2: That's okay. pretty cool, man. Yeah. It's, it's a, it's yeah. a wonderful I thing. Yeah. I'd love to be able to walk to work. And, That'd be cool. And also,
19: not to sound pretentious, but uh, Rome is a walkable city. Uh, my wife and I spent part of our honeymoon there, and we actually planned a day where, in one day, we saw the Colosseum, the Pantheon, yeah. the Spanish Steps. We hit, like, all the sort of major sort of tourist stops in yeah. just
4: like a six or seven hour walk. Nice, Tony. Tony, not to sound Fantastic. pretentious, but my butler said the same exact thing. <laughs> yeah, same thing.
0: Uh, Preston, would you ever Thanks, walk Tony. in from Harleysville? Uh sure. <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. Why not? <laughs> I'll start, you know, a day and a half before. Sure, sure. I walked uh, from Center City here one
8: time. Uh, I, I had an afternoon to kill, and um, I, I forget why, but I didn't have a car. And uh, maybe my car was parked here, any, whatever. And and I walked along the river to Kelly Drive and made it all the way back up here. It was, I I wasn't in a rush. It was really nice. There's one
4: little hairy spot, right? Uh, coming up, that uh, yeah. it m- not Monument Presidential, maybe in between
8: like um, City Avenue and the river. Yeah, it's a little sketchy. Yeah, okay. um, but and then one time I walked from the stadiums uh, to Center City as well, and it was the uh, same kind of a deal. Like I wasn't in a hurry; it was really pleasant. You just come up Broad, straight up Broad. Yeah, and then uh, like into the, some of the neighborhoods in South Philadelphia. <laughs> it's just there's a lot to see, and the fact that it's a grid um, is yeah. also a that helps to me. a yeah. lot.
3: Where was it that Casey walked after like a? That procedure? That was the blue route, yeah. Oh. No, the oh, after the
4: procedure, I had a, the colonoscopy at Penn uh, back in uh, August, and then I walked from University of Pennsylvania Hospital Perelman Center to well, City, City Hall. Hall. No, to City no, Hall, City Hall. Oh. yeah, which okay. is
3: far. That's far. A colonoscopy,
4: <laughs> but yeah. I felt good. I was, you know. I had, like, a weird gait. Yeah. Oh, that's
2: right, because you were under sedation, yeah. and you couldn't drive.
4: I wasn't allowed to drive, and then I had to, uh, against medical opinion, sign myself out, yeah. you right. know? Marissa?
5: I'm going to say something that's going to make Kathy cringe. I That's my doctor's office, too, and I make that walk all the time, unless I have... Yeah, but
3: you didn't have a colonoscopy where they sedated <laughs> you. <laughs> I was going to say, unless I have a girly doctor appointment, and then I don't oh. do the walk. Okay. Right.
6: Okay. Okay. That's yeah. just
3: like be nice
2: all right uh one more quick call and then i'm I'm gonna move on city beat ra is on the line Yo, ra what's up
15: portland or Or... Or... shut up (laughs) (laughs) dick i too live in the germantown chestnut hill don't follow me don't no one come and stalk me or anything but big up to uptown listen Chestnut Hill, used, to, especially pre-pandemic, used to be a beautiful day, especially when you could dip in and out and get the little breads and the little cheeses yeah. and little samples and whatnot. Uh-huh. You walk up one side and walk down the other side, so that was Chestnut Hill on Germantown Avenue. Yep. And then Main Street Maniac. Yep. got to mention Main Street Maniac is Man. awesome. Yeah. We also have Kelly Drive, right, walking yeah. down that where everybody's jogging and everything and looking at the river yeah. by the boathouse row and all that good stuff, and then right over to Fairmount. Those are awesome. All services. good
0: choices. Yeah, every one of them. And, and you're right. You know, I'm seeing some stuff come back, Rod, concerning you know that that the little like uh, cheese shops and, and places that kind of went away after after COVID. But I'm seeing some new ones come in, and uh, I, I hopefully, it'll return to its uh, former
2: glory. Both Maniunk and Chestnut Hill. Awesome, all yeah. guys. Yeah, right. All right, Rod. Thanks, man. Sorry, no. talk to you. And by the way, we we're lucky in that outside of the main metropolitan area of Philadelphia, because he mentioned Chestnut Hill and a few others. Uh, and Manning, which is technically, technically part of Philadelphia, but yep. it's removed. You yep. know that. Um, is, are all the villages yeah. in our area that you can walk around. I have one even way out in Harleysville. Skipack is, is a wonderful little walking it village. There. It's great. And uh, there's like, uh, what is, um, Ardmore? No, uh, well, Ardmore is nice too. Narberth. Uh, yeah. Narberth is great. And I'm thinking of. Uh, is, it, in is it Ambler that I'm thinking of? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Ambler's mm-hmm. great. Yep. They're awesome little. Sp- We're really lucky. Yeah. Really lucky to have those uh, great walking areas. Hey, so. what's the best walking town in Jersey? Because I'm, all, I don't King know Camden. Uh,
8: well, i meant in between uh, here and the shore.
3: Yeah, Haddonfield is really nice. Haddonfield
8: okay. is, nice. Where, where is yeah. a, Where's Tim
0: Graham?
4: Like... Oh, oh, geez, is that Morris?
3: Oh yeah, that little t- it, Merchantville.
4: Merchantville, right?
0: right. So you're they, right. they do all the little the, the holiday decorations and all that stuff.
2: Where is uh, Sarah Parker? Her her husband runs a uh, an escape room. Is that in? Uh, I don't know. That's a great little walking town. So there's too, a cool little street
4: in Collingswood where the pop That's shop it. is. Yeah, it's in Collingswood. Yeah. yeah. All right. because uh, yeah. uh, I went during the bend to the shore. We ride through
8: oh, nice. the little area. And what and town does Chuck cute? live in? He lives in Barrington. Okay.
2: Yeah. We got a lot of great areas. We're we lucky. Too. All right, city beat. Let's move somewhere else here. All right, uh, we are going to go over to Jersey. Oh, how about that? And, uh, Steve, I think you sent this to me. And I, I didn't see what the source of this was, but it is essentially a review of the celebrity-named rest stops uh, in along the uh, Atlantic City Expressway and Garden State Park. I think it was in Philly Mag. Okay, Philly Mag. Uh, so there are a few that were named after uh, celebs. In fact, uh, we had said that we were wondering if Bruce Springsteen had one. Apparently, he passed on that. Oh, They, they made that offer to him. <laughs> but uh, you have Whitney Houston, James Gandolfini, John Bon Jovi, and so on. Uh, so they went from Long Beach Island to Cape May and wanted to see the quality of the stop, uh, see if they measure up to the celebrity named emblazoned in front of it. Right. Were uh, they so worthy? They evaluated the essentials, food options, special characteristics, bathroom cleanliness, and overall celebration of its namesake. So here are the ones they came up with of the, the best of the results. So you have the Celia Cruz service area, which is uh, Long Beach Island. Celia Cruz, by the way, I'm not familiar uh, with the name, but uh, let's see. She was a uh, Cuban-born salsa music star. Ooh. And so they said that they they lay claim that the the CEO cruise service area is the best of the celebrity the names. Best? Wow. Yes. The best, wow! Clean. Here is the review. Cuban. The floors are immaculate. This is Long Beach Islands around okay. that area. Um, the floors are immaculate. Uh, the tables don't wobble. And all the paper towel dispensers in the bathrooms are functional at the Ocean County Parkway Stop Mile Marker 75 in Forked River.
0: We're in heaven.
2: Uh, The Burger King uh, (laughs) self-order screens weren't working on this particular day, but otherwise the service was fast. And it's the only location that you will find a Nathan's in. I love Nathan's. Um, And there is not a dog walking area, but there are full sets of tables and chairs outside. The only site... Of the four that were visited that had this accommodation, most importantly, uh, it pays homage to the namesake better than the rest. Inside, uh, the stop displays, concert-used artifacts, including a headdress and sequin top as part of an exhibit on Cruz's life and accomplishments. And unlike two other stops on this list, the Cuba-born salsa music star's name is actually emblazoned on the front of the building. Then you have, uh, up next, second place, the Frank S. Farley My Service Press. Is that a right. lieutenant
4: governor or something like that? Is that what he was?
2: Um, I, well, it says he was a political power broker. Okay. So uh, for the traditionally the Philly-flavored beach town strong between Atlantic City and Cape May, the best stop is Farley. So
8: you guys all Farley, concur? Farley. Yeah. Yeah, I
3: mean, it's okay. I don't... Mm.
2: Well, it's in between here and A.C. It's the best.
3: Yeah. I think Kathy,
8: I
2: think that's what Kathy said the other day. The best part is you're almost there. Yeah. By there, the time you stop there.
4: There is another service stop, Nick, uh, that mm-hmm. is like uh, either right before or right after the toll booth in
8: Atlantic City. Oh, yeah. What is that? It's, it's there, like gas station and
4: not much else, right? Yeah, it off. It's, <laughs> and it's <laughs> 7-Eleven as well. It's not great.
2: So uh, it says here, despite not being part of the 2021 uh, naming initiative since it's not on the parkway, the only stop on the Atlantic City Expressway that's open 24 hours a day at mile marker 20 is still uh, stands as a standard bearer for the Southern Shore rest stops. Uh, There's a lovely quarter mile nature walk. For motorists to stretch their legs. An outdoor farmer's market. Mm-hmm. There's a there, there, there. up shop between Memorial Day and Labor Day. A quarter-mile strolling area? Yep, there is a little park. I yep. didn't know that. Yeah, think like a lot of
3: people take their dogs there. You know, if they're oh. traveling with their dogs, get them And
2: out. at times throughout the summer, uh, Hamilton Plaza hosts many uh, festivals and food trucks there, too. Yeah. At Frank S. it's That's really hopping. Uh, there's even a grassy rectangle enclosed by a plastic picket fence for po- uh, pet owners to walk their dogs. And uh, there are a few drawbacks, they said, though. The furniture inside the food court is a bit dated, and more than a few automatic sink faucets didn't work. And when they did, the water spit instead of splashed. and several automatic soap dispensers barely leaked out a dollop of pink soap. And the Starbucks is fine, but the Burger King service was slow, and the quality wasn't ideal.
3: And for whatever reason, I don't know why, the soap in the restroom, and I'll check it again this year, but even no matter how long you scrub your hands and you wash it off, it still feels like the soap's on your hands.
4: Okay. Uh, I will why? say, though... It, why does that happen? Because I do like the Burger King they have there, but if they do... If there's a line of, like, any more than two people, I won't go because because the service is really slow there. They have
0: a convenience, an actual convenience store
2: attached as well, right? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, next up, uh, this would be the Frank Sinatra service. Yay! Area. Yes. Uh, Frank's name isn't on the facade yet. It still says Atlantic Service Area.
0: Uh, but his songs I have to be. <laughs> and where will be is uncertain.
2: Uh, but his songs are playing when visitors approach the front door at, of the Parkway Stop that's open 24 hours a day at mile marker uh, 41 in Galloway. And inside, while it doesn't do nearly as good a job honoring its namesake as the cruise stop does, there are plenty of photos of old blue eyes.
0: Uh, They should have some...
2: I I never even stopped to think, and I've I've been at this rest stop,
0: that they should have some sort of celebratory or some sort of mini-museum to the person it's named after.
2: I agree. And it has more modern furniture than the food court, despite it having a smaller footprint than, say, the Farley stop. Uh, The most exciting aspect is it's adding a Dunkin' which should open by Memorial Day. Okay. You know Frank loved Duncan. Yep. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know You know what I'm thinking about this
0: person as you're talking about Frank's, uh Sinatra? I wonder if Jerry Blavitt will be considered Ooh, maybe. for a jersey because he he was down at the shore oh,
3: spent a yeah. lot of time. all the time. Yeah. staple down there. Yep.
0: Right? You Do uh, you have uh, to have been a resident? No, right? No. Yeah, or just no, lived with live a...
8: Nick, we had oh, pulled yeah. somebody up who just happened to... Uh, yeah, that's Celia Cruz. She you know, yeah. she just lived in uh, New Jersey. She, there did, she wasn't born there, yeah.
2: yeah. Uh, it doesn't offer the programming like Farley, and it doesn't pay homage as well to its namesake. sake. It says here it just feels too much like a mediocre mall's food court. That's oh. the Frank Sinatra. Yeah, they can't have that as part of his legacy. Not for so. Frank. No. Which Frank was better, Farley or Sinatra? <laughs> <laughs> Sinatra. Who's your favorite Frank? Yeah. yeah. Farley or Sinatra. <laughs>
3: Well, right. It'd be hard to get Jerry Blavitt one because they're not going to replace Frank S. Farley. No. And, right. You know, well, why Jer- not? and Jerry is kind of uh, you know, connected to South Jersey Shore. So mm. it would need to be something there. Well,
2: there's one a little further south that is called the Tony Morrison Service Area, Casey. You the heard? author? You yeah. were speaking about this one. Yeah. Uh, the Tony Morrison Stop in Ocean View is still awaiting its facelift, so at this point it's just a gas station on a concrete island yeah. at mile marker 18. And a lost opportunity for this gateway to Wildwood and Cape May.
4: Yeah, it's also a cut through. So if you're coming north uh, on the Garden State Parkway and you need to get, you need to get to Sea Isle. There's no exit for Sea right. Isle going north. So you go yeah. through, you go into that service area, and then you go out, and then as oh, soon so as that's
3: you... the one that's after Sea Isle. It's not yes. closer to Wildwood.
4: No. Oh, no, okay. No, it, I
3: know that one. It's, yeah, it's just a gas Tony station Morrison? and like yeah. a, and like a yeah. tiny. There's a dunk in there. Some I think. of them
0: they just call them rest stops, but they're they're really like just paired. They're they're uh, they're um, more
2: ornate. Service stations. But
3: that'll still be small. I mean, it's literally like a slab in the middle.
2: There's yeah. picnic tables and stuff yeah, out there. Yeah, right? a couple of them. Um, so, by the way, it says the A-plus is more like a C-minus. So, this, uh, this shop is an A-plus. No, 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 yeah. <laughs> <Yeah>. Snap. <laughs> uh, it says, that, no, the good news is the coffee is cheaper than the typical Starbucks order. But and, the gas is way more expensive. And should save between 2 and $3. Yeah. Uh, its best asset is a full desk dedicated to tourism information and pamphlets. And it is staffed seven days a week from 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. It's got to be a lonely job. Right. (laughs) Uh, And overall, the stop Uh, is... Can I help you? No, I'm going to the bathroom over here. uh, The stop is open 24 hours a day. I didn't know that from Memorial Day to Labor Day. That's good. Uh, But for the rest of the year, it's open uh, 6 a.m. to 10 p.m.
4: Now, this full desk that you speak of it's not necessarily what I'm talking about. But there are places like Press, if you're going into Wildwood, there's like this... Before you get into the, the bridge, when you're like on Rio Grande... Right before that bridge is this little, um, like, a welcome center. And, like, you can get, What like- do you want? <laughs> yeah, I know. No, but you can like, get, like, discounted park tickets and stuff like really? that. Oh, yeah, yeah. Where is it? Um, that is right before you go over the bridge into Wildwood. And I believe also in Wildwood proper, there might be, like, a, the mu- municipal town center where you can do the same thing. But- oh, oh yeah. yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. I've seen the building, mm-hmm. and I've never stopped by there, and I've thought about... Popping in just to see what they
4: have. Yeah. And I think they have one. When you're going into Ocean City, they built that gigantic bridge to the 9th Street going in. And uh, and there's a welcome center there as well. I don't know. But man, why would anybody – why do people stop there? You know what I mean? What's what's the, the gimmick? I, I, can't, for the, I can't, yeah. can't
0: imagine that now with that information readily available obviously online. Right. You know, it's like say for gift coupons or whatever mm-hmm. or discounted things those things are got it it got to be a nightmare to get uh, your gig is manning one of those things yeah.
4: but mm. after you've already spent a couple of hours trying to get down the shore especially if you're going down on a saturday with the rest of everybody and uh, you know the last thing you want to do is
2: stop somewhere with can
4: right I to- help
2: you <laughs> yeah please all right uh, one more thing from the city beat desk here as we uh, share a couple more stories all right, and this one is uh, actually at the shore as well. I don't know why I do oh, at, like heck? half of these. Wait a second, you're the beach coma. No, now, I'm not. You? I'm not. So it 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 affects people who live in the city. Okay. Wait a second. Wait a minute. Are you sure? You sure sound like the beach coma. Yeah. All right, Atlantic City prepares uh, to launch its first ever permanent entertainment and dining residency on the boardwalk, uh, Spiegel World. Schmeagle World? Spiegel World. (laughs) I'll take you to your table. An entertainment company known for its live performances and culinary experiences in Vegas is opening a new show at Caesars, Atlantic City, beginning June 30th, The Hook.
0: Your memories will be precious.
2: The Hook will entertain visitors each week with an international cast of adult comedy hosts, acrobats, and variety artists from around the world. The Hook! As well as new restaurant and cocktail bars. Do they so, have a,
0: a, a, an illustration of what it will look like? I've or? not
2: seen anything. Um, so the show's going to take place in a custom-built venue that uses the preserved boardwalk-facing facade of Atlantic City's historic Warner Theater. Uh, The team behind the hook also includes Tony winning science design or uh, scenic designer, uh, Christine Jones, who worked on Broadway's American Idiot and Harry Potter and the Cursed Child and costume designers, creative directors, choreographers and visual artists whose work can be seen in major venues around the world. So think. Uh, think Cirque du Soleil. So we're looking at, uh, is this a teaser of the projected I'm assuming project? so. yeah. I haven't seen it.
0: It so. looks kind of enticing, but yes, it does have a very Cirque du Soleil feel to it. Yeah,
2: and, you know, Vegas shows uh, doing <laughs> they need that. acrobatics and, yeah. and comedy and stuff like that. So this would be a not a, uh, a tour. This is yeah. going to be set up. This is a show. You in would have to Atlantic City. It. Yeah, I'd, I'd like something like sure, that. So I mean, would it's, I. It's great for people who come in and out. I mean, if you if you see it once, then you've seen it. But right, right. it'd be great for visitors. Uh, organizers have remained top playing. Uh, organizers have remained fairly quiet about what crowds can expect uh, specifically from the seventy five minute show. Uh, besides comedy and jaw dropping superhuman feats, they didn't offer much other than that. So. You know, well, I remember in Vegas uh, when I was a kid, we went there and we went to something like this where they had like strongmen and acrobats and stuff. It was cool. I enjoyed it. Absolutely, you know. So that's coming up. Jefferson's on ice.
8: The Jefferson's <laughs> on ice. Wait, where was that from?
2: Kingpin. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> All right, uh, city beat. That's it. Wow. We are done. It a was few, good. Few things in and around our area, the city. But we got to wrap this up. And a reminder that we have a secret text word today. Your chance to win uh, some tickets to see uh, Andrew Schultz, comedian, who's going to be at Ocean Casino Resort in Atlantic City Saturday, July 29th. So text word secret to 39333. We'll be back in a moment.
6: This Friday, it's MMR's official opening of the Jersey Shore. Starting with the legendary Preston and Steve Broadcast. This year with a 25th anniversary twist. Live from Keenan's North Wildwood from 6 to 10 a.m. Presented by Coors Light. Then join Pierre Robert on the air at noon. For a sneak peek of MMR's finally Summer Weekend. Pierre tracks three of his favorite album sides on vinyl. It's the perfect playlist while you head to the Star Beach Bar at the Icona Diamond Beach. For Brent Porsche's four hour happy hour and live. Live broadcast. Don't forget, you can listen anywhere with the free MMR app, or just ask your smart speaker to open MMR. Happy summer from 93.3 3 WMMR. Everything that rocks the Jersey Shore. I right, B file time. No.
1: WMMR presents Desire. Kristen and Steve's design file.
2: Brought to you this morning by Mulch Works of Aston. They offer the highest quality mulch and topsoil that's manufactured on site. And they also have uh, leaf compost, decorative stone, pavers, and more. Delivery or pickup for residential and commercial markets. You can visit mulchthis.com for more information. Uh, a landlord in Duluth deliberately set his apartment on fire, all while blasting Billy Joel's We Didn't Start the Fire. But he did! According (laughs) to recently filed charges. Just because he's trying to get the height of irony? Travis Carlson faces one felony charge of first-degree arson in connection with the incident. And apparently officials were dispatched at about 4 a.m. on the report of an upstairs apartment fire. When emergency crews arrived, they found the upstairs apartment on fire... With We Didn't Start the Fire blaring from the unit. Like, this was done on purpose. The <gasps> and everything was put together on All purpose. A presentation. Yes. So, uh, the downstairs tenant said they woke up to the landlord, identified as Carlson, smashing glass and breaking things for about 20 minutes. Uh, Carlson then knocked on the downstairs tenant's apartment, telling the tenant that the house is on fire. Can somebody eat his pickle loaf?
17: Uh,
0: possibly.
2: Uh. A neighbor also told officers they saw Carlson under uh, his truck with gas cans going in and out of the house. As invest- An investigation revealed a drilled hole in his truck's gas tank with lids uh, to gas cans lying around the truck. The complaint also noted that uh, green liquid lines from the burnt accelerant stained several pieces of furniture in the apartment. Officials say Carlson was found the next day with fresh burn marks on his uh, arms and legs and wow. if he convicted he could face up to twenty years in prison.
0: So after all that stuff, he went and had
2: a casual dinner with uh, Brendan Eddy at a time <laughs> uh, restaurant. Yeah. Uh, but listen, he yeah. didn't he didn't even go to the gas station like he needed to do this right now. He drilled holes in his gas tank. That's a short song. To get the gas. Gotta get it done. Yeah. Uh, A woman wearing a pink dress is accused of carrying out a series of odd thefts in a rural Florida community, one of which involved riding off on someone's $120,000 John Deere tractor. (laughs) Why the 46-year-old wanted the tractor is unclear, but detectives note that it was not the strangest thing taken during the spree. Apparently, Bedsheets, blue jeans, toiletries, camouflage, waiting boots, several packages of frozen venison, and a bottle of wine were also taken from the home. The way you
4: rattled off those items, it sounded like we didn't start
2: the fire. Bed sheets, blue jeans, <laughs> toiletries, and camouflage, waiting Six boots, gerbils, several packages of frozen venison. <laughs> the woman is also accused of sleeping in one of the victim's beds. Uh, at last, oh, cal- like the three bears. The suspect was facing three misdemeanors and a whopping 35 felonies with more possible. I'm assuming uh, perhaps some drugs were involved. A neighbor was first to report something suspicious after seeing a female in a pink dress was driving a tractor in the area. <laughs> a farm property manager uh, managed to detain the suspect when the tractor, a nice big John Deere Model 6120R, stalled, and deputies arrived and arrested her. They found the woman had a knife with a five-inch blade, along with other people's credit and debit cards, Hmm. social security cards, a driver's license, and a dental plan card. (laughs) Well, you got to keep your choppers looking nice. Uh, The suspect became irate when deputies attempted to put her in a patrol car, but uh, the sheriff's office said that she kicked and cursed at deputies and even made a death threat to two of them. So she's in trouble. a heck of a day. But she was wearing a darling pink uh, dress when it all took place. A Georgia inmate tunneled through a wall in a jailed facility in Fulton County, Georgia, not to an escaped... But it was an attempt to killing a man in the neighboring cell. Yeah, I saw this, though. The hole that he bored is straight out of Shawshank. Kavian Thomas allegedly dug a hole through a wall in a shower stall at Rice Street Jail. Coming to get you. <laughs> granting him access to the adjacent cell block. He then launched an attack on uh, Darren, uh, Derodney Russell, another inmate. What are you going to do, bore through the wall? Thomas stabbed Russell multiple times once he successfully entered Russell's cell. Russell sustained a superficial stab wound to his upper body and was treated in the medical unit of the jail for his injuries. After the incident, officers checked both cells and discovered several weapons in both cells, some made from parts of the dilapidated building infrastructure. Uh, The sheriff's office said that Thomas will face additional criminal charges for the attack. Thomas was previously charged with theft of stolen property, possession of a firearm by a convicted felon as well. Imagine if this guy
0: ran a demolition company. How successful he'd be. Mm-hmm. A father and son
2: from Massachusetts have both been sent to prison for running an elaborate lottery fraud scheme designed to enrich themselves and help prize winners avoid paying taxes on their windfall. That's my boy. Ali Jafar and Yusuf Jafar uh, had cash in 14,000 winning lottery tickets Over a roughly 10-year period, laundered more than $20 million in proceeds and then lied on their tax returns to cheat the IRS out of about $6 million. you're pretty lucky. Yeah, I've won 14,000 times. (laughs) Uh, The Jafars purchased winning lottery tickets at a discount from people who wanted to avoid identification by the State Lottery Commission, Uh which withholds taxes and outstanding child support payments from payouts. After purchasing the tickets... Using the stores that sold them as go-betweens, the Jafars claimed the full prize amount. And although they reported the winnings on their tax returns, they also claimed equivalent fake gambling losses as an offset to avoid federal income taxes. This is ingeniously devious. Yeah, uh, Ali Jafar was sentenced five years in prison. Yusuf was sentenced to more than four years. And they were also ordered to pay $6 million in restitution and forfeit the profits from the scheme. All right, this will make you feel like an underachiever. Hari Magar is a veteran who lost both legs in an explosion in Afghanistan, and he just successfully reached the summit of Mount Everest. Jeez. Magar started his journey on April 17th of 2023, exactly 13 years after he lost his legs. He said that after his injury, he reached a low point in his life and battled alcoholism and depression. He said that it was pretty hard. It was a hard time. And at one point, I was just drinking too much to just control my pain and emotions and all the things. Uh, next, he plans to visit Afghanistan to say thank you. And he said, whatever happens, it happens for good. It's so, amazing. Pretty so, cool. We assume he climbed
8: up on, on prosthetic legs. Yeah, yeah? He, did. He, had, he had a whole series Not a wheelchair.
2: Of, of prosthetic legs yeah. that he used. It's
8: yeah. interesting, Steve. I'm looking at some photos of him. He actually put those crampons at, at the base of his yeah. legs. And so he's able to walk up. And, and he sort of has, I guess, some thigh uh, left but uh his his prosthetic legs start underneath that so instead of having ingenious. Knee, knee down to feet he just goes at, at the at the knee is where the crampons are yeah. and he hikes up from there.
0: Nick yeah. I think if I ever do get the urge to climb Everest I'll take that part of my leg
2: off. <laughs> right, right, yeah. Yeah pre remove those on because yeah. they look a lot safer. Yeah. All right and there you go. That's what I have in the B file for you. All right we got a secret text word prize and we need a caller to win. So Kathy give me a number call. Six. All right, we'll take the six caller at 215 263 WMMR. You need to know the secret text word in order to win, so make sure that you do that right now. And if you'd like to text and you go to Villa Maria Academy in Ma- Malvern, we need to hear from you guys. We need to find out who the coolest teacher of the year is. So text word teacher to 39333. We'll send you the voting link. We'll come back in a second. Lesson Question Trash Music News coming up.
1: Who's playing where? when answer your philly concert inquiries at wmmr.com all the shows that rock all in one place just click on our always up-to-date concert calendar at wmmr.com preston and steve their name is their address uh, on on the web preston and
7: football's back and this eagle season there are huge prizes to be won at acme free diamonds. Steven Singer is giving away free
2: diamonds. You don't want to miss this. Everyone who purchases an engagement ring will receive a free one carat lab grown diamond. You must be thinking Steven only sells real natural earth diamonds. Well, you're right. But Steven will never sell a lab grown diamond, but he will give them away. Nothing says I love you less than a lab grown diamond. Don't be fooled. by real natural earth diamonds from a real jeweler that you can trust. Stephen Singer Jewelers online at IHateStevensinger.com or in a showroom at the other corner of 8th and Walnut in Philly while supplies last. That's Stevensinger.com. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve show podcast. Um we are going to we're doing lesson question, right?
1: Yeah, but you got to give away the uh, text word prize. Oh yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, thank you. Yeah. Uh, we were looking for caller number 6 and that is who we're going to go to now. It said, uh, "Jay, hi Jay, morning." Hey, Jabronie's. <laughs> cool word. All right, Jay, give me another cool word. What's our secret text word? Giggle. Giggle. <laughs> that is correct, Jay. G- giggity, girdle, girdle. Hang on, bud. You got yourself some tickets to see comedian Andrew Schultz, who's going to be performing Saturday, July 29th at Ocean Casino Resort in Atlantic City. And tickets go on sale tomorrow, by the way, at 10 a.m. You can go to theoceanac.com for tickets and information. We grabbed a random text, so we're giving them the prize as well. And it's Steve Harris from Ambler, Pennsylvania. So, Steve, you get to go see Andrew Schultz as well. Saturday, July 29th at Ocean Casino Resort in A.C. We're going to give away something else. Now, it's today's lesson question, and we're going to give away a pair of same-day Ride & Water Park tickets to Maury's Piers in Wildwood. Nick, I'm going off the board. Oh, all right. That's Uh, exciting. Nick gives me the series of questions to ask, and today I'm doing a different one. We were speaking about a TV show that made Casey leave the studio this uh, morning. Yeah, gotcha. What show was that? 215-263-WMMR. It had enough. We were talking about a TV show this morning and actually made Casey leave the studio. Let's see if we know the answer. 215-263-WMMR. Call right now. The trash
1: <laughs> business is a
2: gold mine. 93.3 WMMR. With Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. Brought to you this morning by PGW. Improve the comfort of your home and lower energy bills with a PGW Energy Sense rebate. Up to $1,400 in savings with new home heating equipment. Learn more at PGWEnergySense.com. What's going on this morning, Steve?
0: Well, while Megan Fox and Machine Gun Kelly are working on patching up their relationship, the pause on their impending nuptials is staying in effect. Fox says she's remaining cautious and will only go ahead with three of the six planned Machine Gun Kelly tattoos on her face.
20: Oh, my God. Kim
0: Kardashian sharing an update on her journey to become a lawyer. Kim says that while she has yet to officially pass the California bar exam, she is now licensed to be a gavel. Oh, And finally, Sean Penn voicing his support for the Writers Guild of America saying during a Friday press conference. (laughs) Penn called the potential use of AI to replace writers a human obesity, and then added that writers would have corrected that to obscenity.
2: All
9: right,
2: we're gonna see if you know the answer to this question. Uh, what show made Casey actually leave the studio this morning? And we are gonna go to Tom. See if we can get the answer. Hey Tom, good morning. Yeah. All right. Tom, what show made Casey leave today? Bander pump rules. It's yeah! true. It's true. Hang on, Tom. Got yourself a, a pair of same day ride and water park tickets to Maury's Piers and Wildwood. Unlimited rides on three piers and both water parks. And it's also this week's big friggin' deal. You can get one same day ride and water park combo ticket to Maury's Piers for just $70. Available now through Sunday while they last, okay? They're going to run out. Go to WMMR.com and use the keyword deal, and you can get the big friggin' deal. Now, Preston and Steve's Music News on 93.3 WMMR. WMR.
1: Yeah! I can handle things, I'm smart!
2: All right, brought to you by Coors Light. Join us, the Preston and Steve Show, live from Keaton's in North Wildwood. Tomorrow, it says tomorrow... What? No. Day after tomorrow for the official opening of the Jersey Shore. I'll be there starting at 6 a.m. And it's brought to you by Coors Light, made to chill down the shore. So three months after a shocking physical attack uh, following a Def Leopard show in Florida, Rick Allen has finally spoken out about the bizarre incident. Uh, he was on Good Morning America, and he said, I heard a couple of steps. And then I just saw this flash, and next thing I knew, I was on the ground. I landed on my backside. I hit my head on the pavement and afraid he'd be attacked again after being pushed down. Alan, who, of course, had lost his left arm in 1984 in a car crash, put up his right hand and told this alleged attacker, I am no threat to you. Yeah. Uh, he said, I don't think he knew who I was, but he must have seen that I wasn't a threat because, you know, I've only got one arm. Uh, police arrested Hartley shortly after the alleged attack near the site of the assault outside of the Four Seasons in Fort Lauderdale, which also allegedly included an assault on a woman who came to Allen's aid. Hartley was later charged with two counts of battery and four of uh, counts of criminal mischief and abusing an elderly or disabled adult. He pleaded not guilty to all the charges. A police report at the time noted that Hartley hid behind a pillar outside the hotel entrance while Allen smoked and then allegedly rushed at the drummer at full speed and knocked him to the ground. Uh, the report said that Allen hit his head on the ground, causing injury. And that when a woman ran out to help, uh, Allen Hartley allegedly attacked her as well. Brutal. Uh, he was arrested a short time later after police found him at another hotel allegedly breaking car windows. Uh, Allen seems G- upset. GMA that he is coping by playing the drums. Spe- uh, specifically for the long-running band's. First show since the attack, which is going to be Monday night in Sheffield, England. Hailstorm's Lizzie Hale has opened up about her experience with anxiety and imposter syndrome. Uh, in an interview, she said, even though we've come a long way in the past few generations to break the stigma has is long-shadowed mental health, there are still so many of us having a hard time finding a safe space. Uh, she said, personally, I've suffered from depression, feeling like I'm trapped at the bottom of a well, watching the world above go without, by without me. As well as paralyzing anxiety and imposter syndrome, these are battles that I still fight today. And by being honest and vulnerable about my own struggles, I want to give others hope, meaning you <laughs> are not alone. Think about that. She
0: got successful band, all this stuff. You think she'd have the, you know, yeah. uh, just no problem whatsoever with this stuff. Yet she fights it
2: all the time. Yeah, it's it's it can it can get to anyone. Eric Clapton led the Jeff Beck Royal Albert Hall tribute shows in London last night and Monday. Uh, The concerts featured performances by uh, the Jeff Beck Band, Rod Stewart, Ron Wood, Gary Clark Jr., Billy Gibbons, uh, Imelda May, John McLaughlin, uh, Doyle Brommel, Susan Tedeschi, Derek Trucks, Stone, Robert Randolph, Olivia State, and Johnny Depp, among others.
0: It's funny there's one glaring name off that list.
2: Hassle Hall. son of a bitch. Again. (laughs) Where is he? What's he up to? Jeff Beck, of course, passed away January 10th after contracting bacterial meningitis. He was 78 years old. Among the highlights on the first night were Rod Stewart and Ron Wood reprising their late 60s stint with the Jeff Beck Group with the standards I Ain't Superstitious and Rock My Plimsoul. Ron Wood led the charge through uh, Beck's Bolero. And Clapton took the lead on the Beck era Yardbirds classic "Shape Some Things." Uh, Rod and the band tackled his and Jeff Beck's top ten hit remake of Curtis Mayfield's "People Get Ready," mm. as well as the '80s hits "Infatuation" uh, or "Hit Infatuation," which had uh, Jeff Beck on guitar. Great, great stuff. Yeah, Kirk Hammett joined Billy Gibbons and Johnny Depp to perform John Lennon's "Isolation," uh, which Depp and Beck had recently recorded. Yeah. I thought this was nice. Taylor Swift's song called You're On Your Own, Kid... ...has helped Stevie Nicks grieve the loss of her friend... ...and Fleetwood Mac bandmate Christine McPhee... ...over the last several months. A clip shows Nicks uh, telling an audience at her Atlanta show on Monday... Um, ...thank you to Taylor Swift for doing this thing for me... ...and that is writing a song called You're On Your Own, Kid. Uh, that is the sadness of how I feel, she said. As long as Chris was, uh, even on the other side of the world... We didn't have to talk on the phone. We weren't really phone buddies. And then we would go back to Fleetwood Mac and we would walk in and we'd be like, little sister, how are you? And it was never a minute had passed, never an argument in our entire 47 years. So when it was the two of us, the two of us were on our own kids' We always were, and now I'm having to learn to be on my own, mm. kid, by myself. It's sad. So you've helped me do that. Thank you. She says about this song, it's helped her out. So That's not... very
0: cool. That's why you say. When we say, you know, Taylor Swift has legitimacy. Yeah. You know, she's a solid songwriter. You're talking about
2: a living music legend here yeah. who's saying, this person helped me out with this, uh, with yeah. this song. They're going to be playing uh, the same building because Stevie Nicks
8: is with Billy Joel at the link on June 16th. Okay. And Taylor Swift just did three sold-out nights wow. there. Maybe
2: that yeah. landlord who set his uh, place on fire will be there to see the concert. <laughs> of course. I mean, it was his motivation. Can you get
0: this note to Billy?
2: Mm-hmm. Uh, so, Steve, you sent me this article. This is interesting. Uh, a gentleman by the name of Chaz Newby, a bass player who once performed with the Beatles, has died at the age of 81. I've never heard of this guy. Never heard of this guy. You uh, you've heard of just about everything. He was a member of John's first band, the Quarrymen. And news of his passing was announced by the Cavern Club in Liverpool, where the Beatles first rose to prominence in the early 60s. Uh, they had written on a Facebook post, uh, Chaz stepped in for the Beatles for a few dates when Stuart Sutcliffe uh, stayed in Hamburg, and laterally he played for the Quarrymen.
0: You with us all the way, buddy, all the way. They said... he You're it- fired.
2: They said, interestingly, he was also the first left handed bass guitarist in the Beatles. Huh. Uh, R.I.P. Chaz Newby, uh, thoughts as well as wishes from everybody at the Cavern Club.
0: Don't you think you would have heard I mean, over the years and years and years you've been focused on
2: the Beatles, as have I? This name never yeah. came up. Well, he was never, he was never a member right. of the band. Stuart Sutcliffe was, and uh, and I guess he just kind of filled in in, for that, in
0: that group, though, yeah. but everyone grabbed a, a piece of fame. You know, everyone glommed onto something.
2: Uh, John Lennon reportedly wanted uh, Chaz to continue on tour with the band when they headed west to Germany in the 1960s. However, Chaz declined uh, the offer to tour with you the You guys Beatles, are going nowhere. And he instead returned to the university, and he, he said uh, in 2012... Uh, music was never going to be a living for me. I, I wanted to do chemistry. He said, John, Paul, George, uh, they just wanted to be musicians. Uh, Chaz eventually became a school teacher and later insisted that he didn't have any regrets about his uh, career choice. He said, People sometimes don't believe me when I say I have no regrets, but I really haven't. Uh, so he has passed. And then one final bit of news. This Memorial Day weekend, MMR is queuing up the turntable, and we are playing vinyl. It is a vinyl summer weekend. Listen every hour this weekend for another great album side played in its entirety. That's pretty cool. I was walking down the hall and Bill gave me uh some vinyl. Uh it was the fortieth anniversary vinyl issue of Signals from Rush. Wow. And it's nice. a picture disc and everything. Wow. I was like, oh man, that is so cool. This is this is Pierre's the- Complete oh, yeah. thing. He's going to be freaking out. So you can hear, you can win some great vinyl too. Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers, a complete studio albums, uh, volume one. That is nine studio albums on vinyl. Nine? So we're giving that away. Yeah. Uh, so text album the three nine three 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 for a link to the entry page and see a list of the great album sides that you'll hear over the weekend. And it's sponsored by Trinity Rehab. I'm going by there today. Mm. Uh, so make sure you listen up this weekend. Finally, summer weekend which is awesome. And there you go. That's what I have in music news for you. All right, we have one final break to take. Let's do that very thing. Come back in a second. Wrap it up with Pierre. Stay with us. What's
1: new? Glad you asked? Shine Down. You can
9: try, you can try, but the
1: dead don't die. Jelly Roll. I only talk
10: to God when I need a favor.
1: A-Ron Jones.
6: New music. More of everything that rocks. On 93.3 WMMR.
2: Beautiful, beautiful day today. It's going to be like right in the zone. 81 degrees and sunshine. Fantastic. Uh, Tomorrow we're dropping 10 degrees. uh, 71, still not bad. On Friday, 75 and sunny. Beautiful headed into the weekend. Shortcast, we're looking at mid-60s. No rain on Friday. Uh, so that's all right. We can we can cope with that, no problem. Uh, and it'll be a good short weekend. Maybe some clouds on uh, Saturday and Sunday, but I'm not seeing like you know the the little graphic isn't isn't the raindrops. There's nothing on here. No, there's nothing on here. So that's good. Uh, we like it when there's nothing on there in the weather. We'll do it live. F- it. So. <laughs> uh, thank you for the 30 second interview, Nate Burkett. Yeah. And uh, thank you, Nate Burkus. That's all I have to say about that. He was a nice guy. I was able to find
0: out a lot more than I really
2: knew originally. Yeah. Yeah.
3: yeah. You but can see he... all of his outdoor designing at Great Wolf Lodge.
2: Okay. There you go. Yeah. And he's redone all these villas and stuff, so it looks pretty cool. Um, and that's all I have to thank about that. Uh, it is Pierre Robert. Uh, not going to wrestle with the chair today? <laughs> <laughs> I don't have to wrestle with the chair today. All right. All right good. Okay. Are those chairs on rollers or not? No, they're bulky. They show- okay. okay. What happened to the nice rolling black I don't, chairs? I don't know. Uh, they started were... They started to fall apart, I guess. Uh-huh. They, had, and, they actually uh, had armrests on them, too, the other chairs. Yeah, yeah. I don't know how yeah. these ended up in here, but they don't have wheels on them, so it's hard to maneuver them around. This is the loudest chair I've ever owned in my life. <laughs> like,
8: it makes noise yeah. all the freaking time, and I have made note of it, and it still does it. Have you... I filled out a ticket. Oh, you did? You filled out a ticket. (laughs) I did the tickets. Good
3: luck with that. Uh That's
2: our procedure here at work. If you need something fixed, you have to do what's called fill out a ticket. Wait, Listen, and, I don't know how to do that.
3: And you know, so to fill out a ticket, you have to log into a site, and it tells me that my login has been suspended, <laughs> so I can't even log Write in and submit a ticket. I can't submit
20: a ticket on your ticket. <laughs> we can yeah. we can skip forward from all that. I'll bring my WD forty. Oh, yeah. right. Uh, I should have. That actually will
3: work.
0: Uh, it will work.
20: Yeah. Yeah. yeah, hell yeah, it works on everything. I use it on my hair.
0: Ah, <laughs> nice. Doesn't squeak.
20: Secret was That's it? That's a secret. Ow. All right. Um, yes. Right.
2: Nothing. No. Oh well, <laughs> many things.
20: Okay, but um, nothing. Nothing okay. for
1: now.
2: Yeah. Uh, how about this?
1: Preston and Steve on 93.3 3
2: WMMR. Now the Daily Letter and the Preston and Steve shows brought to you today by the Letter N as in neurotic. All right, we have an N and we have two more letters to go. Uh, we are going to give away the travel table from Shift Outdoors. It is a portable umbrella table. Uh, It's super lightweight, it carries like a backpack, and the table and umbrella easily set up in just a few minutes. The anchor mat will keep it safely, even in the gust uh, ocean breezes, keep it safely anchored, okay? Uh, Check it out at SHFT Outdoors. There's no I in that, all right? SHFTOutdoors.com, and you get free shipping on purchases over $100. We're going to be giving one of those those at uh, Kenan's, which is pretty cool. Um, What's happening today, man? And there's no I in team. No, not that either.
20: You are true. You are correct. Uh, first of all, um, I want to uh, thank the crew at uh, Primo's Hoagies. Uh, they are feeding our crew uh, and bringing uh, food for the revivalists who will be, uh, we will be recording the session uh, today and playing it back in a week or so. Excellent. Um, and it's the debut of our brand new performance space. Yes. And Rodney sent me a picture about one in the morning. Uh, you know, the reason you don't get your tickets punched, uh, our engineering and uh, whatever you. Um, IT IT and all those people, um, they work so hard on so many, uh, they have so many balls in the air uh, that um, they don't always get to every detail, but they care about every detail and they work their asses off and uh, they've made the room look quite beautiful. So um, I've never seen it look in fact so cool. Um, and so that's cool. And uh, thanks to Primo Hoagies for uh, coming by. Uh, and what else? We will have tickets for the Dave Matthews Band night number one, the Friday of the two nights coming uh, in July, and Workforce Blocks of the Black Crows and uh, Lenny Kravitz, and. Bob Dylan, the birthday. Boy. Oh, wow. that's right. uh, yes.
2: His birthday today, you are correct. Alright, um, let me take a moment to thank our sponsors. President Steve Show brought to you today by Duncan. President Steve Show runs on Duncan and tomorrow's program... Uh, comedian Andy Haynes will be here in our studio and will be one day closer to the Kenan's Irish Pub. The Carnage! Opening of the Jersey Shore. Coors Light sponsored. Eggs with pegs live broadcast that we've been doing for a gazillion years. And we're looking forward to seeing you there. That's it. We're done. Rage on. Have a great day and we'll see you tomorrow. Bye-bye.